0: Hello, this is Joe Polish, president of Piranha Marketing and founder of the Genius Network interview series. And you're about to hear one of my Genius Network interviews. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this. And I hope you find it very useful. If you want to find out more information about some of the interviews and resources that can help you in your business, you can go to www.joepolish.com. And we have a Joe Polish Recommends section with all kinds of resources and vendors and services and products that we recommend that can help you in your business. And also for more useful interviews and a whole list of other people that I've interviewed, you can go to www.geniusnetwork.com. Thanks and enjoy the interview. Hello, this is Joe Polish, Piranha
1: Marketing and founder of the Genius Network. And today I'm going to do a, a fantastic conversation with a very sharp guy that has motivated literally hundreds of thousands, millions of people Uh, to become physically fit and transform their bodies. His name is Tony Horton, and he is an amazing fitness program designer that has designed some of the top fitness programs in the world. Tony, how are you doing? Joe, I am well. How are you today? I am awesome, my friend. Uh, Let's get into it. I'm going to first, for people that don't know who you are, if they've never watched it... They don't know who I am. Yeah, I mean, I know that's hard, Joe. It's, It's hard to believe. It is hard to believe, but there may be someone that doesn't know who Tony Horton is, so... Okay, I'm going to just go through the bio. Tony Horton is the master behind P90X, uh, the number one fitness infomercial in America. Over the last 18 years, Tony has shared his fitness expertise with countless individuals across the country, from professional athletes, sports teams, movie stars, and recording artists to the everyday person. Tony has helped people turn their lives around with a perfect mix of encouragement, discipline, and fun. His expertise includes post-rehabilitation training, advanced stretching, yoga, weight resistance training, cardiovascular and aerobic training, boxing and kickboxing, plus circuit cross and interval training. Tony's been featured in various national publications like Men's Health, Fitness, People, and Self and has made multiple appearances on national TV including CNN, NBC, and CBS. His training techniques have produced amazing results for celebrities such as Demi Moore and her husband Ashton Kutcher, uh, Cheryl Crow, Without a Trace's uh, Poppy Montgomery, Pink, former New York's giant Carl Banks, and current Philadelphia Eagle, David Ackers, who credits the P90X Extreme Home Fitness Program with helping him set the NFL record for most consecutive postseason field goals. Tony's best-selling programs include P90X, which sold well over, it's in the couple million range, uh, Power 90, one-on-one with Tony Horton, Power Half Hour, Tony and the Kids for kids ages 5 to 12, Tony and the folks for senior citizens and Great Body Guaranteed. His time savings ten minute trainer is a breakthrough program for the busiest people that features ten minutes workouts that are short on time but long on results. And as Tony says, "Bring it." So there's your bio. I mean, uh, that's wow. the only thing that, I'm really that, wow. That's read. me. Holy cow! Yeah, I'm, I mean, what, 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 what else I'm have you been doing here? Busy. Well, I mean, it it seems like you should have accomplished more than this. So, what what, <laughs> what are the latest things that you've been doing that I didn't? say anything about here? Well, there are some things in the works.
2: Um, I'm working with Rodale with a, on a book, um, uh, encompassing my, my philosophies and my uh, my hopes and dreams for the country so that they can begin to, to really get in shape um, and, and stay in shape. You know, that's sort of the key. I think so often we get lost in the weight loss only for a short period of time so that we can look nice and address in front of a bunch of people who don't care because they're too busy caring about themselves, you know, so... <laughs> So I'm trying to get away from that in the book and, uh, uh, the book is like a three tiered fitness program depending on your level, depending on your lifestyle, depending on your time, depending on your pain threshold, your biorhythms, the barometric pressure in the room, you know. We're really trying to narrow it down for individuals. I think so often you buy a book and it says eat this food and do this thing, you know. So it pigeons people into these philosophies that might not resonate with them. So, uh, you know, like I do with my P90X, you do P90X or Power 90, and you get three options when you do any particular exercise. You know, there's an extreme version, there's something modified, and something in between. And, and I think that's, that's why P90X is popular. That's why the one-on-one programs and 10-Minute Trainer are popular because I understand that life is hard and exercise isn't fun and, and eating healthy food all the time is not necessarily what people want to do. So in the book, they're going to be able to pick and choose based on who they are, and uh, that'll be different and new. The other thing too, I'm working on a, on a show. It's in the very early stages. I shouldn't even maybe say anything, but uh, you know, I'm we're really optimistic about this sort of health and fitness and wellness variety show. Picture uh, Kelly and Regis vote uh, for health and fitness, that kind of a thing. And. Um, so oh, well, no, that'd, be, that'd be really cool. Really cool. So, you know, we've got a great company that's excited about it, and uh, we're still in the early stages of that, and, uh, and I've got my fingers crossed. So, uh, that would be another way to sort of break through. You know, I mean, the, the Biggest Loser has its value. You know, it's a very entertaining show, and you see these magnificent transformations. I will say that I don't, I don't particularly care for the the technique in that show. I mean, I want to do something that's a little bit different. So. That's what's happening. And of course, the one-on-one workouts are, are always going on. We shoot one or two of those a month, and you can get those through a uh, subscription um, through Beachbody.com. And people seem to really, really love those because it's just me and a cameraman up in my gym, and I'm, you know, hawking loogies and doing, going crazy, and and just being myself. Because these are my these are my workouts. This is what I do. And basically, we just bring a camera in the room, and uh, and when you get the thing at home, it's a matter of just playing catch-up
1: <laughs> you know well I, I, I just started working out to the one-on-one things because I was down at that BeachBodies.com with Jonathan and, and Carl and uh, you know what I will say they, they, so they gave me a set there I didn't even actually have to purchase these ones and uh the cool thing is that when you walk around uh, beach bodies uh, you know I've worked in a lot of big companies and a lot of health related stuff and nutrition and there are a tremendous amount of people in that organization that are in incredible shape because they watch your videos and they work out And I think it's a testament to the value of what it is that you guys are producing and putting out there. And before we get into it, I'm going to ask you about how people can get in shape, what what are the roadblocks with working out and eating right and all of the excuses that people make and how to do it and that sort of stuff. But I I will just say that I've worked out with some of the top athletes and fitness people in the world. Um, You know, my clients know that I've... Done a tremendous amount of stuff with Bill Phillips, author of Body for Life. I've worked out with you know crazy football players like Bill Romanowski. Uh, you know I've uh, world record powerlifters, famous UFC fighters, top martial artists, yoga masters, professional dancers, rock stars. You know tons of personal trainers in my career that I've had. You name it, and I've never had better, more consistent workouts than I get with your workouts that are on DVD. So that's why I wanted oh, to interview thank you. you yeah, yeah, I wanted to, you know, get it from the horse's mouth, you know, because you really, have, the cool thing about Beach Bodies and in, in the workouts you put together, they're they're the the very few infomercials that sell exercise related stuff where they actually expect people to do the workouts and use the stuff. And you guys produce things for people that really work out, not someone that's gonna, you know, hang their clothes on a piece of crappy exercise equipment. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's good, good stuff. And so I want people listening, if they've never done any of these workouts, I'm going to encourage you, uh, to go to beachbody.com and actually invest in them. But I first want you to hear what Tony has to say because if you're, if you currently use his workouts, fantastic. This will be an enhancement. And if not, I wanted to introduce him to my world and people that know me because it will, you know, this is not just about looking better. This will make your life tremendously more valuable. Uh, and if you don't take time to work out and take care of your body now, you will take time for it out later with poor health. And so that's why why it's so important. Uh, how old are you right now, Tony? I'm 51. 51. And you're still in incredibly awesome shape. Uh, I mean, do you plan on carrying on the rest of your life like this, I imagine, right? Well, you know...
2: I, uh, you know, when I was younger, I was kind of thin and out of shape. I couldn't run up and down a basketball court. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do 15 push-ups. <clears throat> but I was thin. You know, I didn't have a weight loss problem, you know. So uh, when I was in college, I took a weightlifting class. I, even, I was even on the football team in high school, but I didn't play very much because, <laughs> you know, I wasn't very skilled. I wasn't very fast. I wasn't very strong, but I just barely made the team. But the one thing I discovered in this weightlifting class at uh, at the University of Rhode Island, where I, my alma mater, was that when I lifted weights? Because that's all it really was, you know. I mean, it, it was it was uh, the use of dumbbells, and it, back in those days, it was Nautilus was sort of a big machine. It was a brand new machine, you know. I enjoyed the feeling of of being strong, and I enjoyed the, the look, you know. And that was basically those were the only two reasons why I exercised back in those days. But as you know, as as my fitness career progressed, and I will get into that maybe later in the interview of how all that got started, I discovered uh, things about regular exercise that changed everything about. Other aspects of my life, mentally, uh, no, of course physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually, um, you know, with yoga and some other, and some other things. So yeah, uh, I just love feeling good. I love looking good. I love feeling good. I love having, uh, the ability to do things physically that I couldn't do, uh, at 41 or 31 or 21. I mean, at 51 years old, based on the philosophy that I still follow that is in P90X, I'm as strong as I have ever been. Maybe I'm, I'm, I might may not be as fast running-wise. I think there's one area that I've kind of lost uh, a hitch a little bit—is is speed. But then again, I did run the bases pretty quick in softball the other day. So, uh, but you know, it was overall strength. I mean, I mean, I used to do—you uh, know—go to the gym and, and lift some weights. You know, I do chest for an hour and a half, and you know, with a lot of dead time in between. And maybe I got my chest strong that way. But now I can do. You know, 40 push ups on four medicine balls, which, you know, people look at me and think I'm crazy. Is that a workout or is that Cirque du Soleil? What the hell are you doing? You know, and I could do swing handstands on parallel bars at 51 years old, you know, and I could do muscle ups on, 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 uh, gymnastics rings, which I, I couldn't, I couldn't do five years ago. So, you know, the key with me, and you'll, you know, of course it's in P90X and one on one, is to always stay curious, you know, and focus more on getting better and understanding that some things, are very very difficult at the beginning, but with practice um, and consistency and patience, uh, it's amazing what the human body can do, uh, no matter what age. And if you look at the before and after pictures and the stories that we get in from people around the country, it's mind-bending. You know, this one kid lost 190 pounds uh, doing Power 90 and P90X. I mean, he didn't do it in 90 days, but he did it in about a year and a half. You know, somebody who could who could barely get up a set of stairs and now is in top physical condition. I mean, he lo- he looks like a triathlete. Another kid, uh, Sterling Purdy, uh, great name, I love that name.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, Sterling yeah. Purdy.
2: Sterling Purdy, you know, he sounds like a, a movie star, a rock star, um, or a football player. He was only about 45 pounds overweight, uh, but still, that's a lot of weight to lose. So he lost his 45 pounds. He also got off his asthma medication for the first time since he was a kid. He got off his depression medication because he didn't need it anymore because of all the, you know, the shift in brain chemistry as a result of working hard. He's also off of his two high blood pressure medications and uh, his diabetes medications. So you know, here's a guy taking a handful of pills every day to solve his problems, which were only creating more problems. And he decides to do a, a fitness program, and uh, he doesn't need those pills anymore. And he's on top of the world, and he started his own health and fitness blog, and he's paying it forward and helping other people. I mean, it's 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 amazing.
1: What do you you think that's all about? Let me just kind of ask you that. And, Mm. and again, we're not giving anyone medical advice here to say quit taking your meds. Uh, The the, the reality is sometimes the best things that someone could do for uh, depression is maybe not seeing a therapist. It's maybe getting yourself into the gym and making your body feel good and creating all the feel-good chemicals that happen when you exercise and building confidence that way. But what what do you think is happening when someone – because that does happen. People, like you just said, I mean, what took place in that guy's body and in his mind as a result of – Exercise and what you instruct him to do that created that.
2: Yeah, I, I have this. I have this seminar called Purpose and a Plan, and uh, what I'll do is I'll have uh, you know I'll have a big board up in the front of the room, and uh, and then I'll shout out to the group. I'll say, "What's your reason why? Why do you exercise?" Right. So people start calling out uh, reasons why, and of course now now there are two categories. There there's a uh, there is a look good or aesthetic or ego based reason for some people. And then there's the you know the life changing reasons why. So you know typically uh, it's a 50 50. You know when you when you start asking people uh, why do you exercise and uh, you know I want to look better in a dress. I want to lose weight. That would be that would be the ego based reasons. I, I want to look good. I want to look good in front of my friends or um, you, you name it. There's all kinds of uh, ego based reasons why. And then then the other side is of course you know I, I want improved cognition i want uh, better memory I, I i can you know play with my kids i you know all the reasons that really relate to uh improving the quality of people's lives and so you know if you look into it a little bit john ratty's got a great book called spark and if you read spark uh, you'll discover that you know intense especially cardiovascular exercise intense exercise regular exercise changes your brain chemistry you know, we talk about runner's high, right? Well, what is that? You know, it's sort of this obscure term that most people can't relate to. But when you read John Ratty's book, you realize that every time you inhale large amounts of oxygen as a result of exerting your, your body physically, you're releasing norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, um, and this great thing called BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. Now, there's a little area inside of your, your temporal lobe called the hippocampus, and inside the hippocampus is, this, is something called the dentate gyrus. And every time you work out for 20 minutes or more with any kind of intensity, and that's what P90X is. If you look at, you know, even the weight resistance routines you do, your pull ups, you do your push ups, you do your push ups, you do your pull ups. I mean, there's not a whole lot uh, of downtime. You know,
0: right. you're constantly
2: moving, you're constantly breathing. You're, 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 you know, the pace is much quicker than you would see in a gym with a trainer where you're sitting there and you're, you know, you're working the bench press and then you know you go off and smoke a cigarette and then your buddy does his thing. You know, so this, this is a my my programs are very intense and they're very high paced. So as a result, there's there's High amounts of this norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, and brain-derived neurotropic factor that are released to the brain. So when that happens, your your cognition improves, your learning capacity improves, your memory improves. You're you're reversing uh, the agent you're reversing the the aging of both the mind and the body. Your mood improves. Your, your, your you know, there's a decrease in anxiety. These are you know simple things that most Americans suffer from because of lack of movement and eating sh- sugar, fat, and salt all the time. Right. So. Sterling Purdy and uh, my my buddy that lost 190 pounds, without even having to be told this, just inherently sense it, and they feel it. I mean, the bottom line is, uh, looking good is great, but that's not about you. That's about what you want other people to think of you. Feeling great is ultimately the reason why I think people use P90X. It's both. I mean, come on, we're in America. It's all about looking good, too. But But I think people stick with it because they like the fact that their lives improve. You know, I mean, physical activity, regular physical activity, uh, at least in my opinion, is truly the foundation for a better life. And uh, and people get hooked. You know, they get hooked to that. I'd rather have them get hooked to that than, than drugs or alcohol or fatty food, you know. Or, or also, there's another dirty little secret in our industry, and the, and, and they clump us all together, and we belong on opposite ends of the playing field. There's the weight loss industry, and there's the health and fitness industry and uh they're completely different. I mean you look at the look at television and they have these they have these paid celebrities on there and I'm not going to name any names it's not maybe proper to do that here but there are you know there are these weight loss pills potions and processed foods endorsed by celebrities so you can lose weight. Now you know losing weight is is a piece to the overall health and fitness puzzle but when you just lose weight you're still vulnerable to getting hurt. You still not any stronger, you're not any faster, your cardiovascular capacity hasn't improved. You know, your flexibility hasn't improved. You're just as vulnerable to getting ill. Maybe, maybe there's a few things that you won't get. Maybe your, your diabetes has improved or your blood pressure has improved over because of weight loss. But the fact of the matter is that weight loss is, is not the reason to focus. That's not, that's not where you should put your focus. Your focus should be, do I want to be a better, more productive, happier human being? And that comes with eating fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean proteins and healthy fats and finding ways to make those things taste good. And regular five to six days of exercise. Period. That's why P90X, an extreme in-home boot camp, sells a million dollars on QVC. Why would Why would P90X sell ten dollars on QVC? Uh, you know they got Moo dresses on before I go on, and they got dashboard jewelry jewelry after I go on. <laughs> There's no reason why the demographic at QVC should be buying that much p90x it's because it works like gangbusters and it's because there are people who are watching who have friends their families who have done p90x and gotten amazing results uh who have lost a ton of weight yeah great but they're also happy and they're strong and they're living the life that they should be as a result of making these choices
1: you know, and I will say that uh, when I first bought P90X, I literally, which lots of people do, I didn't jump into it right away and, and I'm in a fortunate situation where I have, I have a personal trainer and uh, I actually utilize my personal trainer very infrequently now because my preferred way of working out is P90X. And, uh, You know, but for a while, like first three months, I really didn't even look at it. Um, And once I start, you know, I started, I was like, Jesus, these are fantastic workouts. And the funny thing that triggered it for me is I have a. Uh, I shouldn't even call him a massage therapist. He's a guy that actually works on like injuries and stuff when your when your body's all hosed up and tweaked out. His name's Dave Matthews. He's not the singer though, but he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Dave and, Matthews could you do massages. Wow. Yeah. yeah could you imagine? <laughs> and he was working on like my shoulder was just like really tweaked one day, and he, we were talking, and he said, "You know," he goes, "I have a client that is." stayed in pretty killer shape and this person has just transformed his body literally in the span of four weeks and I asked him, I was like, what the hell are you doing? and he's like, you know, he's said P90X and I go, you know, it's funny, I go, Dave, I have a set, I haven't even used it and when he said that, though, that's when I actually finally watched the damn videos and started doing the workouts. And, and at this time, you know, I was going and see my personal trainer, you know, three, four times a week. I'm a guy that does yoga typically two to three days a week. I can put my, you know, feet behind my head. I mean, I'm a flexible dude. And, um, you know, and I, and I lift. I'm not huge, but I, I lift and I, I've always worked out for, you know, most of my adult life and when i got into it i was like this is one of the most sound amazing workouts like ever the the, the you know the warm ups are fantastic the stretching is fantastic the actual it's it's intense it's hard you, you know and the results are are absolutely incredible and i'm a guy that has access to a lot of I'm a member of two gyms. i got a personal gym in my house. And, I mean, you literally can do this in a small, tiny area, uh, you know, in front of a computer screen or a TV with, you know, bands and a pull-up bar. I mean, if you need to. And it's just a great, great workout. And since I've been doing this for several months now, that, of course, is what led to me wanting to just uh, do an interview with you and talk to you about it. Because I want to introduce a lot of people that aren't doing this. It is a great workout. But you said a couple of things. You said, you know, working out six days a week. There, There is no magic, you know, bullet to this sort of thing. I mean, you're going to have to exercise. And uh, I love the distinction between the weight loss industry and the health and fitness industry because what I think uh, happens at Beachbody is, like, in the marketing business, you sell people what they want you give them what they need, at least if you're going to treat them with ethics and you're going to create value. There's a lot of weight loss people that sell people what they want, lose weight, but they don't really give them what they need. They don't tell them that if you're going to maintain this and get in health, it's not about popping a pill. It's not about fantasizing that you're going to instantly sit on your couch and and become amazingly healthy. that's, That's a dream world. It's a lie. It's a fantasy. It doesn't, you know, people literally are going to have to put in the work, whereas you guys, you're very good at compelling people to, Buy and get in great shape, but the beauty is you actually deliver an amazing, fantastic product. So let's talk about how to, you know, this one question, and I want to talk to you about your, your purpose and plan um, that you have and different things that you teach. Um, is there a good answer to what's the fastest way to get to incredible shape? Because initially people would love to buy into that, you know, the fastest way to get in incredible shape. You
2: know, the thing that, to keep in mind when when, I, when that question is asked is ultimately, is that really the question? You know, what is your purpose for wanting to get into shape fast? You know, I mean, everybody's at a different starting point. You know, if you're a 27 year old ex gymnast with 15 pounds to lose because you, you know haven't worked out in a year and a half, you're in a completely different starting point than somebody who's never who's 50 who's never, who's got 100 pounds to lose who's never worked out a day in their life. So these two people, if they they both ask me that same question, the answer is going to be going to be very different you know, uh, the person who's out of shape who's never exercised before a day in their life, my question is, doesn't matter about the speed. What matters is, is your consistency. You know, I've written these 11 laws of health and fitness, the first being variety, consistency, intensity, but number two is consistency. Your only focus is to show up today because the past is history and the future is a mystery, so all you can do is affect, you know, uh, the positive things that can happen to you today as a result of, your, of you exercising today. So, you know, if you're consistent, you're going to improve your health, you're going to improve your fitness, you're going to improve the quality of your life, you're going to become less vulnerable to illness and injury, and all those, you're going to get all five of those really critical, amazing things today. You might not look ripped or be super fast, or, you know, today, that's going to happen, you know, maybe uh, 60, 90, 120, uh, 500 days from now, I don't know what it is, but why not focus, I and mean, that's what I tell people, I say, when, you know, when it comes to plan on a purpose, you know, we'll get into the, in the plan in a minute, but when it comes to purpose, Stop caring about what you think other people think of you and stop thinking about, okay, I have to lose X amount of pounds in this period of time so that I can fit into a dress at a wedding. You know, this stuff doesn't work. It never has. It works temporarily for people with huge egos who who can be consistent with their fitness purely based on their looks. You know, if you're a model or you, you know, you're, you know, if those things matter to you and that motivates you, rock on. I say fine. You know, if it's all about ego based purpose, and that keeps you, you know, by the way, there's at, the after effects are all those other amazing things that happen to you. But if you're, if you can't be consistent and you find yourself struggling and you, and you find yourself trying to buy into these weight loss only programs so that you can lose weight and look good in a short period of time. And you're fighting that horrible battle year after year after year. You, you lose the weight and you gain the back plus some and you lose it again. Your new purpose should be if I work out today, my health improves today. You know, if I work out today, my fitness well, it might not be noticeable, but you're, you're breaking down cells in the muscle, in the connective tissue, and it's going to reform in, in a slightly stronger way, so you're, you are improving your fitness. You know, you are improving the quality of your life because you are, you know, you're dumping this dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and brain-derived neurotropic factor into your brain every time you exercise, which changes your complete outlook about life. Uh, and the other thing, too, I'm 51 years old, I work out because people at my age, are very vulnerable, especially between, you know, 50 and 75, are very vulnerable to getting injured. You know, people bend over, pick up their cat, they blow out their back, they can't move for six weeks. I'm doing uh, ply medicine. You ever done that with a cat, Tony? Never done that. I don't have a cat purposely for that reason. You blow out your back. That was yeah, tough. I pull out my back and I'll sneeze all day long. You know, and, and the other thing, too, is I, I don't want to get sick and hurt. And, uh, and you know, look at, look at the, the nightly news. It's all about pharmaceutical advertising because everybody, you know, I sit at home screwed up and it's amazing that some physical activity and some healthy food can turn all that around you know and so that's what that's what i tell people i said if you if you want to get
1: fit fast
2: you know p90x is going to work it's going to work phenomenally well but what's going to keep you in the game what's going to happen when when day 90 comes and goes you know uh, and why are you getting in fit, fit why are you getting in shape fast anyway like what's your reason is your reason because you want to become a better softball player or a better skier or a better athlete or or, you know, be able to, to hang with your kids because they're really active. You know, these are reasons why you should be wanting to exercise, not so that you can look a certain way.
1: Well, you know, um, I'd like to zone in on that for people that really cannot get clear on their purpose or haven't even really thought about it. Uh, how do you guide and direct people in that thinking? Because I know you teach a whole, you know, program on that, you know, purpose and plan. We talked about that earlier before we even started, uh, started the interview. How do you help someone... Determine what that is. I mean, are some people just hopeless, and it just is not going to? They just don't have the juice for this.
2: No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think there's some people that are. Some people just absolutely hate to sweat. They hate physical activity. They hate feeling uncomfortable because you know, think if if it's going to work, it's going to be hard, and it's going there's going to be a certain amount of uh, discomfort involved. But it doesn't have to be to the point where it's so excruciating every time that. That it's it's just too daunting, you know. Like I did a I did a workout at Andrews Air Force Base outside of D.C. last week, and the whole and and the, the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, the Marines. I mean, there's still, every branch of the military is using P90x. They're using it in uh, you know bases all around this country, Afghanistan, Iraq, Korea,
1: Japan, Italy. Um, it's wait, wait, wait. Let's let's say let's say I want everyone to really hear what you just said. I mean, that's pretty significant. You've got a large portion of the military using your workout program to stay physically fit. I mean that's pretty important I would say.
2: I've I've been back and forth to Washington uh three times and I've I did a have done three congressional workouts. We go to the congressional gym and members of Congress come in. There's there's these two guys, Paul Ryan uh and Heath Shuler, one a Democrat, one a Republican and uh, they've crossed the uh the political uh, barrier there to hang out with each other. And they have this tremendous gym, the congressional gym in Washington, with all this equipment and all and they have, You know, they have karate instructors and everything else. These two guys have started this trend over at uh, the congressional gym. They took a pull-up bar, and they screwed it into the wall in the hallway, and they have a little TV set up on a table. So they had this – now, you know, 30 feet behind them, there's this tremendous full-facility gym, and these guys are doing P90X in the hallway. All right? So, so other members of Congress are seeing that they're getting results above and beyond anything that they're doing in the gym. So they have started this cult. And uh, the first time I think I was there, there were maybe 14 members of Congress after these. And then they've got bigger, and it gets bigger every time. I think the last time there were about 30 people. And so now they're nailing pull-up bars all, all down the hallway. And, you know, they're getting up, they're putting up a big screen TV and they're turning the basketball court into a, uh, a P90X room for, for congressmen. So, you know, that goes to show you that, uh, regardless of who you are, you know, um, whether you're a congressman or you're Ashton Kutcher or Demi Moore or Sheryl Crow or, or, or you, you know, uh, and a list of, of professional football, basketball and baseball players is as long as my arm, too. I can go down that list, list as well. But, you know, I, I have a cousin, David Cincarelli. He's a, uh, health and wellness lobbyist in Washington, and he would email me. Starting about two years ago, he would say, "Man, you've got to come out here. Everybody's doing this. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting, I'm meeting people at uh, various events here in DC. Uh, you know, the commander, uh, Colonel Shepro, who was in Afghanistan and Iraq, made his troops use P90X. They had scheduled P90X workouts on the base." And then he's now he's the commander at Andrews. I mean, he's the guy that makes sure that Air Force One is maintained and Air Force Two, and that all the, you know, all these diplomats who are coming in in from around the world. Whenever uh, the president or vice president or or secretary of state or uh, gets on a plane, you know, these guys, this is an extremely secure facility outside of Washington. They they invited me to come because they have regular daily P ninety X group classes on the base. And uh, so we worked it out. My cousin David worked it out with them, and they had several meetings. And uh, you know, you, you go there, and you're just there's 30,000 people on this base, 30,000 airmen and women on this base. They had four tennis courts. They took all the nets down. They don't, you know, four tennis courts means there's eight people who are being active, right? So they took them all down, and I did a workout with about 300 airmen and women, and a vast majority of them are using either P90X or Power P90 90 or one-on-one, but a lot of them aren't. You know, so the idea was to have me come and uh, and uh, sort of introduce. I do a routine when I'm ever whenever I'm traveling called UCML, which is an acronym for upper cardio middle lower. So it's a routine where you do some kind of push-up. You know, I mean, there's a wide variety. You do either anywhere between three and five rounds. We did five rounds plus a bonus round because they wanted one because you know they're insane. Right. So there's there's an upper body move. Of course, there's not 300 pull-up bars, so you have to do some kind of push-up. And then we do a 60 second cardio move, jumping jacks, jumping rope. You know, there's, if you have P90X, you know the wide variety of moves. And so I just, you know, I just pick one out. There's a lot of, a lot of fun. And then we do a core or ab move, you know, mason twist, fight for scissors, whatever it is. And then we do some kind of, um, plyometric, uh, or leg or lunge move. So the first move is maximum reps, the pushups. The, uh, the cardio is 60 seconds. The core is typically 30 reps. I mean, I pick up a, I pick a core move that's 30 reps. And then a leg, Uh, lunge, squat, or plyo move is 30 reps. So they do four exercises, take a short 30 second break, four more, break, four more, we go, we go to six rounds. And, uh, you know, all 300 of them were, were soaking wet, and, uh, and all we needed was the human body and Mother Earth. We didn't need any equipment. So, and they got a full round, you know, head to toe workout. And that's kind of my specialty. You know, if you have the one-on-ones, you can, you you can see that, that uh, And, I, you know, this is what I've discovered. I mean, gyms are great. I love having a bench press and, and a lat pull machine, and I use those things if they're, if they're available. But it's also, this is an excuse buster. You know, I call it the warrior workout, the excuse buster workout. If there is gravity and you have a body, you can get your butt kicked. You know, maybe if you're on the moon or the space station. These are two areas that might not have enough gravity for you to do this. Work out for the best. You know, a lot of people. Well,
1: first of all, I should sort have of asked you at the very beginning. P90X stands for uh, Power Ninety Extreme, extreme. correct? Yep, yeah, yeah. And and that originated from, from I guess 90. you created Power Ninety first. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: and and so for people that are, P90X is a pretty extreme fitness program. It's usually not something you would uh, start any beginners on, correct?
2: Um, that was I mean, the original intention. That was the original intention. Uh, it was for people who, it was for, originally it was for that category of people that were paying for gym memberships and trainers and not getting results, which is probably 85% of people who go to the gym. Right. So typically when you have a trainer, most folks don't pay for a trainer five to six days a week. Maybe two, maybe three. I, I, I mean, if you're paying for a, a personal trainer six days a week, I'd be surprised unless you're, uh, unless you hire me to come to your home you know i get i get uh you and mcgregor ready for a film i mean it's every day you know if i get uh tom petty ready for a tour it's it's is you know 5 days a week but the average person the average american can't afford a, a trainer that many days a week but you need that level of intensity for you to get results um so uh that's why p90x works because those p90x workouts as intense as they are there are, there's a huge segment of, of the population that has 50, 60, 70 pounds to lose, but they're doing P90X partly because they get caught up in the popularity of the thing. They should have maybe done Power 90 first because those workouts are about half as long and they're, and they're not nearly as intense. Uh, and they're purposely tiered. There's a beginner adaptive uh, phase to Power 90 and then there's a more advanced one so you can avoid that plateau effect. But with P90X, what we do and the reason why it's working for people who have got a lot of weight to lose is that they see the modified version on the DVD and just do that. They don't get caught up in the collective energy of what they see on, on, the, on the screen because they can't, they can't do 15 pull-ups without a chair. but they see that there's a put your foot on a chair and do pull-ups option. So they do that. So they, you know which is amazing. I mean, we didn't think we would be selling you know P90x to people who we originally thought shouldn't be doing it, but they're doing the modified versions of exercises and they're being patient. And they're not getting caught up in getting fit fast or looking a certain way fast. They understand that it's a, it's, it's steps. It's small steps over the course of a long period of time and it requires time and patience. And, uh, and that says something because I think what I'm trying to do and I'm of course, you know, I, I do one or two radio interviews a week and this is what I talk about. I say, you know, we got to stop getting caught up in the weight loss only get quick results thing because it's, it's, it's a vicious circle that the cycle doesn't work. Let's all step back, look at the big picture, and do the thing that works.
1: Let me say again for the for the listeners: is that um, whatever you have thought about how to exercise or what ways to do it, I mean, it literally is done. It's created. The, this this system really does work. And, and usually, when I do interviews, I would not be as strong of of just telling people to go and buy something. I like them coming to their own conclusions if they resonate with the, the person that I'm talking with. In this particular case, um, you know, this gets my highest endorsement. It is an awesome, awesome workout. And if you are, have any confusion on what to do how to do it it is completely and totally laid out and there's different programs from any level of wherever you're at and I know you had you know people that are handicapped that do it that have you know challenges that a lot of people just don't have and so there's programs available for everyone you can get these at Beach Beachbody um, what I want to really do is get into uh, the mind to help everyone with their mindset and, and understand you know wh- wh- what if you're stuck where you know where do you start that that sort of thing because um, and, and, I know it's really hard for people to get started. I mean, I always talk about uh, it's, it's a hell of a lot easier to maintain momentum than it is to create momentum. And you have uh, some unique ways of, of really inspiring and encouraging people. I mean, not only are the workouts uh, sound workouts, you're just a, a freaking funny, entertaining dude. Well, well my friend. Well, I mean, I don't wanna, <laughs> and I don't want to. And again, you know, hey. that's to try to be nice to you. I mean, it's just true. You're a funny dude, and it, and you're really good at what you do.
2: Uh, and, and I think that comes from uh, well. First of all, I have to give Beachbody credit, partly. You know, I worked for I worked for other companies, um, and they have a certain um, I won't name names, but they have they have a certain philosophy about how they feel uh, a fitness concept or philosophy should come across. You know, they treat exercise like rocket science. So what they're doing is they're taking something that's really physically difficult and making it boring on top. Holy crap! I mean, that's just the worst formula in the world. Time magazine's—I don't know when this came out—about two years ago, maybe even longer now, five years ago. Uh, the the uh, ten most important trends of the millennium, and number nine was infotainment, and that's what I do. I give people information in a way that's entertaining, and um, and I mean I was a stand-up comic for a couple of years, I'm not very successful. Uh, you know, doing, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing like you know, I'm doing uh, Joe's Cafe at two o'clock in the morning in Pasadena. But, you know, it was uh, an opportunity for me to get up in front of people and uh, and just do some jokes and have some fun and do some impressions or whatever, and that gave me, uh, uh, that was part of the formula for, for what I do now, you know, and I also loved health and fitness, so the two came together, and then I had a TV show on cable for a while where I was a host, um, hosting a show, and uh, so I was able to read, you know, I learned how to read teleprompters, and so everything came together so that I could, I could be this person that I am now, this health and fitness guy that likes to have a good time and tell a couple of jokes and have some fun. Because what I, what I had as a kid didn't work. I had coaches that screamed and yelled at me and made me feel small and, um, and didn't show me any modified versions of anything. Either you ran the, the sprint at a certain period of time or you were a winner or you were a loser. You know, it was all broken up into winners and losers, so you had athletes, right, growing up, and then you had everybody else who watched athletes. And so maybe none of those folks were exercising because you exercised because you wanted to be on a team so that you could score points, so that you could possibly get your picture in the paper. It was a very elite group of people
1: that exercised. You know, let me mention that so you just said when I was growing up, I had a uh, pretty much a sadistic uh, little league coach that would force me to try to hold the baseball bat in a way that I could never hit the ball. And he wouldn't do it to anyone else, and I wasn't like a little smart ass kid. I was a skinny, shy, you know quiet kid when I was growing up, uh, very introverted, and it ruined my liking of sports. I never got into sports uh, i mean it 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 left such a negative impression in my head and it, it really it just it was it was bad, and so I never got into sports, so I really never started even exercising um at least lifting weights uh till a little bit last year of, uh, of of high school, but I was also partying and doing pretty bad, destructive stuff, and it wasn't until I ended up getting a, a job when I was going to college in New Mexico State selling gym memberships that I really got into exercising and working out. Uh, so I, I never had a an uh, in, in upbringing uh, doing that sort of stuff, and and it you know the, a lot of these things just leave you know impressions on how you think about exercise and fitness. But anyway. well, you know,
2: much like me, I think you and I have as a result uh, done very well in life because of those experiences. I think a lot of kids that you know get a lot of smoke blown up their butt uh, early on. Have a tendency to peak in high school or college, maybe you know. So right. I think those kind of adverse uh, situations. I was the same way. My my high school football coaches were were not good guys. You know, I mean they treated the good players like kings, and the rest of us were just peons. You know, but then unfortunately I had that. I maybe like you, I had an experience in college with a guy that was very patient. You know, he explained things very clearly, very concisely. He understood that it required a period of steps. You know what I mean? If you do this and you do that, you're patient, you come back and you write down the, you know, you write down what you've done, you come back and you try to beat that goal, and this is how many repetitions you do, and here's what, here's what good form looks like. And that was my first introduction, where somebody actually stopped and they said, hey, this is cool, I'm glad you're in my class, this is gonna be great, you guys, we're gonna show you how to do it, and if you do everything right, you're gonna get some results at the end. You know, he had a sense of humor, he was a guy you could hang out with and, and bullshit with, you know, and, and that was, uh, and that was new to me. I'm like, wow, I have a coach here that's actually a, Good dude <laughs> that doesn't expect you know, me to to
1: you know to score any points here you know it was really a, it was really an eye opener for me was that the one specific event that kind of led you into this direction or just absolutely one of many?
2: absolutely that was it because when I showed up in college, I was a skier I've been a skier since I was five I've been to uh, fourteen extreme uh, ski camps and I love the steeper the faster the deeper that's what I love so when I was a kid, I wasn't a very good skier, but I loved it because it was me against the mountain. It wasn't me against anybody else, you know. So, then I got introduced to this weightlifting class, and now I was a strong skier. You know, I was doing squats and, and leg presses and and things I had never done before. So it helped me be uh, without having to ski more. You know, another way you could become a better skier is you just do. You know, it's really about mileage. It's about getting as much you know many runs as possible. But now I had a combination of you know getting more more skiing in while also uh, having a strong physical. Uh, core and legs to bring to the mountain. That was that was new and exciting for me. So that that was a motivator. That was the uh, that was probably it. Because you know when I first showed up, I was in horrible shape. I was just a skinny
1: kid that ate burgers and
2: drank Dr. Peppers all day long. You know, and, and just didn't know better.
1: Well, now that has changed. But, you know, regarding the people at, at Beach Bodies, you know Jonathan, the the president, uh, Carl, the CEO. If you were to get in a physical fight with those guys, you think you could take them? I'd kill them both. Like within seconds, they would have a shot. That's good to know. <laughs> But I would never in a
2: million years because they have made my life an absolute dream. Carl Deichler and John Congdon are so unique in this industry. They they really are. They are they are superstars. And I'm not saying that because they signed my royalty checks. I'm saying it because it's true. You know, they allowed me to do my thing, you know, with Power90 and P90X. They said, hey, man, what, whatever you want to do, do it your way. And they, told me they have a tendency to tone me down. If you look at the difference between my energy and one-on-one and P90X, you'll see that you know, in P90X, I'm having fun, but one on one, I'm, you know, I'm a mental case pretty much. You, you know, I'm just whatever, baby, you know, because it's just me and the camera and it's really raw and that's the whole idea. But what's really unique about these two guys is uh, they were willing to roll the dice and take a risk on me, um, and, and my, because they knew that what I was doing was working with these celebrities, you know, and I used to work, I work with Bruce Springsteen, I work with Billy Idol, I work with, uh, with uh, you know a long laundry list of different celebrities, so they say, "Hey, man, that stuff's working for them." And I think the general public would really like to know what it requires. And let's let's see. You know, of course, everybody in the infomercial industry laughed at us. They just you know they they just snickered and said, "Good luck, you guys." You know, and uh, and we were out to prove everybody wrong. And so you know now we're the biggest fitness infomercial company in the world. Nobody can touch us. We everybody else is just playing catch up. They're not they're not even at the starting line. Most of them they can't even begin to duplicate what we've done as a result of just being honest and authentic and realistic about what it requires to get fit and healthy and maintain that health and fitness over the course of a lifetime. That's basically our mantra, you know, so
1: uh,
2: I'm thrilled that I'm part of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it says a lot too. When I've been hired to work for nutrition companies or people that may have supplements and stuff, I've always made it a policy that if you just want marketing advice on how to sell a pill... And you're not going to, you know, tell people the the truth that if you're going to transform or change yourself physically in a better way, you got to exercise. I mean, you, you got to eat right. You did, there's no such thing as pop a pill. Supplements are tiny, tiny, marginal at best. Um, if you do not, uh, and even if you are exercising, they're, you know, they're not the the panacea. And so, what what is great about um, about Beachbody is that there are so many people that have helped grow the 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 following that you have, not because they watch the infomercial, but simply because of word of mouth. And word of mouth does not exist if you don't have a great product. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can't ever remember hearing any other fitness-related thing that sold on an infomercial with it or anyone ever said anything positive about it, but I hear people all the time. I mean, I was doing a conference uh, recently with, uh, you know, 600 of my clients and uh, a whole boatload of them in the group uh, use P ninety X, and you know, a couple of them on stage talked about it. You know, we were, and it wasn't even. It was a conference about marketing, and so you know, the point is, you you're really out there, and it's really good stuff. Because, and, and John and Carl have done a fantastic job. I mean, people people can go to. Uh, the website, and actually watch little clips of the making of P90X. And there are the CEO and the president doing the workouts, going through the fit tests, doing all of that stuff. So they they practice what they preach, and that's why I think uh, you guys have such a, a fantastic product and a fantastic following because you are telling people the truth, and that is really rare in the uh In probably the weight loss industry, to use the terms you use, you know, weight loss industry and health and fitness, there's the vast majority of stuff sold, I think, at health food stores uh, that even call themselves quote-unquote health food stores. A lot of it's just total garbage. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, so having me said that, you know, how, with all of the fads, all the fitness trends, all the information out there, how do you know who to trust? I mean, how, what do you say to your clients when they're asking you questions about, what about this, what about that? I mean, do you have a criteria of how you trust what advice that's out there? You know, I, I, I just
2: tell people, you know, think as an individual. Don't get caught up in the in the collective energy of, of, of a trend. You know, I mean, you look at, uh, oh boy, I, I mean, I don't know what I can say here, but you look at like, you look at the V craze, right? Here's this, uh, it's it's basically, basically acai, a berry, and some other ingredients, and it's supposed to basically cure cancer, according to, you know, you talk to people who rep the stuff, you know i mean you look at herbalife herbalife is supplements and there's uh some, there's probably some great ingredients in there as well but the, you cannot solve your problems through purely by by the things that you put in your mouth i mean if you if you were somebody that was eating fast food uh, all the time and then you went to a vegan diet trust me man that'd be a tremendous uh change in your body chemistry but what i tell people is like I'll, maybe i'll even go over my 11 laws right now but one of my 11 laws is loving it right so number 9 is loving it
1: well, you know, go through the eleven laws too. I mean, so say what you're going to say, and then take take us through them.
2: Well, uh, for example, we're trying to get people results, right? We're trying to give them we're trying to give them lifelong results. We're trying to get them we're trying to get them to be consistent. You know, we're trying to uh, to help them uh, become enthusiastic about this process. And so, typically, the reasons why people fail is because they're focused on the wrong things. So, what the eleven laws are basically the things that they can focus on, the things that are important. Uh, this will be in the book, of course, when it comes out. This, this, you know, I mean, look, uh, the Ten Commandments, they came up with these really cool commandments that, uh, you know, change a lot of ways, a lot of the way people function in the world. Uh, the, the Twelve Steps for Alcoholics are another, you know, they're just simple rules to follow so that you have something to cling on to, something to get excited about, something that'll help you focus, something that'll keep you, keep you on track. And that's what these, the Eleven Laws of Health and Fitness are the, are the, the Eleven Key Things for you to think about to help you, uh, understand how important health and fitness is and how to stay on track. So number one, variety. You know, you look at P90X or Power90 or, or, or 10-Minute Trainer, you know, we have muscle confusion, super stacking, uh, sectional progression. You know, we, they're basically terms in each one of these programs that explains that, that variety is the spice of fitness. Because, you know, you can just do yoga, and yoga is awesome. Um, but you're going to have a yoga body, and you're going to have, you know, I mean, if you do yoga five to six days a week, oh, my God, it's infinitely better than doing nothing. But there's going to be certain limitations. You know, you're not going to be able to run faster. You're not going to be able to, to, to lift a certain amount of weight. You know, you're going to be more flexible. You're going to you're you're uh, you'll probably be more patient. There's amazing things about yoga. Spinning, another one. Love it. But people, what happens to people is they become, you know, I look people go to spinning class, and they all have kind of the same, body, but there's certain limitations in what they can, what they can physically do because they're only doing one thing. So the reason why P90X and Power 90 and 10 minute trainer work so well for so many people is because they're more than one thing. They're, P90X has 12 DVDs. Power 90 has, you know, multiple circuit training routines, some cardiovascular in nature and some resistance in nature with yoga in there as well. And that's the reason why people get strong and fit and, and, uh, and their symmetry is really great. Um, uh, because of the variety aspects of it. So you know, number one, variety, mix it up. It's not not you're not going up and down a ladder. Most programs look like you're going up, you know, in a straight line. Uh, P90X or 10 minute trainer or one on one or, or other, it's more like a rock wall. You know what I mean? You're, you're going up, right. but man. It's a you're, you know it's like physical chess. Is probably a great way to describe it. So, and the reason why that works is because it, you you avoid boredom. Right, you do. I'm a runner. I've been running three miles three times a week for the last thirty years. Oh God, you look like you need to be thrown into a yoga class because you're such a bent over mess, and your knees are such a wreck. You know, so you're, you're trying to avoid boredom, you're trying to avoid injuries, and you're trying to avoid plateaus. And if you have variety in your fitness, those things don't happen, and you continue at 51 years old to get
1: stronger and more flexible as you get older. Variety well, food. let me ask you a question because I love the term physical chess. I think that's great. Um, and when you look at all the different programs you've created, what which one most closely resembles your uh, daily activity? I mean, is it P ninety X or is it something else? I mean, how do you? What does Tony Horton actually do? What does your workouts look like? It depends on the day. It depends on the week. It
2: depends on how much recovery I need. It depends on uh, whether I'm traveling. It depends on how much sleep I've had. So, honestly, ten minute trainer. P90x, Power 90, one on one—they all represent sort of a myriad of of, uh, of how I exercise. For example, I have a chest and back routine today. I have, as I sit here, I have no idea what I'm going to do, none. none, I mean, it, it strikes me the second I walk into the room. That's how I exercise. You know, it's like going, it's like going for a run in a place you've never been before. That's how every one of my workouts are. For example, uh, last night I walked in and we're going, we're going to do, a, we're doing cardio circuits. You know, at that point in my fitness career, where I can this, this way, it's, it's it's a challenge every time. It, it's certainly not boring because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. But last night was a cardio routine, and so I have a I have a VersaClimber, climber, a stationary bike, a treadmill, a ski machine, a slide board, you know, a lateral sk- skating board, a heavy bag, and a and a platform outside where I jump rope. So I looked at my buddy and I said, "Too cold to jump rope outside, so let's skip that." I don't feel like hitting the heavy bag because that's also outside so let's do five-minute intervals, 50 minutes on the ski machine, the slide board, the climber, the, the stationary bike, and the treadmill. And he looked at me and went, okay, boss, here we go. And that's exactly what we did. Five machines, five minutes each, and then we repeated it. And we took maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 to 30 seconds in between each one. And I just pulled that out of my butt right there the minute I did it. And my only focus was, am I working out hard enough so that my heart rate is in my right place while I'm doing each one of these machines. Uh, Today, for example, is chest and back. You know, I did chest and back last week. It was all dumbbells, all dumbbells and cable machines. And because it was all that last week, today's going to be probably, uh, you know, a lot of stability ball stuff, a lot of BOSU ball stuff, a lot of medicine ball stuff where you're doing, you know, one of my favorite moves is um, plyometric medicine ball push-ups where you line four medicine balls up in a row and you plyometrically jump with your arms, from you know, first two balls to the middle two balls to the last two balls, and you go back and forth. I mean, or we'll stack two Bosu balls—you know, round side up on one, round side down on top of the other one—and then put your feet on a stability ball. It's like doing push-ups in an earthquake. It's it's, <laughs> it's awesome,
0: you know, that because if you
2: get, then you get on the deck. You know, two months later, you can you can you can do sixty regular push-ups because it's just ten times easier. You know, so we're always upping the ante. We're always changing it up. There's always There's variety in my workouts every time. You know, sometimes I'll just put the headphones on and go, you know what, I'm going to go run. How far am I going to run? I don't know, at least for 20 minutes. And when the 20 minutes come and go, you know, sometimes I'll run eight miles. I I don't know. It all depends on, you know, oh, my back feels weird, my knee feels weird, my hamstring feels weird. People get in these ruts. of They think, okay, well, I'm doing exercise, so the fact that I'm doing it is okay. Yeah, sort of. But the reason why you're injured and you're bored and you're not seeing any new results is because you keep doing the same stuff over and over and over again. And that's disconcerting for people. They go, well, man, look at me. I'm setting up the time. I've got a plan. I'm committing to something. And now you're telling me that I have to do ten different things? Well, if you want better results and you want to not get hurt and not get bored and not plateau, yeah. That's why Sheryl Crow does it and Aston Kutcher and Demi Moore and Emmett Smith and Ewan McGregor and Usher and David Akers and Brian Westbrook and Kelly Slater, six-time you know world champion surfer. In pink and you know John Semmet, John Sally, former Detroit, Pittston, Laker. He's got like I don't know how many rings for a you know world champion basketball stud that he is. You know Jen Brown. I don't know if you know Jen Brown, ESPN uh, news correspondent. Uh, Kenny G is using P90x. I mean, it's the list is really? crazy. Well, yeah, you know because it's got everyone doing because it's got variety. You know, and that's just the first. Like, if you just got through the first law of the eleven laws, you'd have tremendous success. But there, you know, there are other factors
1: that matter too. Okay, so variety—you got a ton of variety. Now how uh, how often are you doing any sort of stretching in yoga, you personally, like uh, per week? I do now? yoga
2: once a week because uh, okay. that's—I you know, only have seven days a week. Like my schedule is Sunday, I do a, a three-hour gymnastics routine at the beach. You know, it's not constant. You know, with with, with gymnastics, you, you know, you kind of do something and you feel like you're going to hurl, and you wait, you know, three minutes and you do another thing. But we're down there for three hours doing a gymnastic workout. Monday nights is plyometrics because I'm a skier, so I do a, a 55 to an hour-minute leg and plyometric uh, routine. Tuesdays is in this particular sequence. This month has been shoulders and arms. So uh, I'll do handstand push-ups and uh, upright rows, and you know I'll attack my shoulders, and I'll do my biceps and triceps. Uh, Wednesday night, um, which was last night, which is, is that cardio routine, and then Thursday, uh, today, I've got as soon as our interview is over, we're going to go upstairs with a couple of buddies and do our, our crazy, yet to be discovered chest and back routine, and then typically. Uh, Friday is uh, another cardio day. I usually go for a run, or, or it's maybe sometimes my day off. Uh, Saturday is yoga. I do an hour-and-a-half yoga routine at 4 o'clock or, or 9.30 in the morning, depending on my schedule. And then, whoops, all of a sudden it's Sunday again. So that's that's it. I, I wish I did yoga more often, but I'm a pretty flexible guy anyway. And uh, when I first started doing yoga, I was doing it two to three days a week because I was so bad at it, And but I wanted right. to get good at it. So the beautiful thing about flexibility in yoga is you know, once you get to a certain place, you don't need to do it as, as much. Uh, at least that's my experience, so.
1: Well, no, yeah. Once you, once you get through, you know, you you get yourself flexible. Then uh, again, it goes back to it's a lot easier to maintain the momentum than it is to create it. And if you can go through the initial stages and get yourself to an area, boom, you're you're golden, and that's yep. what's a, that's that's yep. cool. Yep. And what's what's really cool about uh, Beachbody products is that as soon as you think you've actually hit a really incredible intense level, guess what? They have it even a more intense one for you. So depending on how fanatical. Or how mild uh, someone wants to be, there's uh, something for pretty much everyone. Okay, so the in terms of the laws,
2: you got variety. What, variety what number one, consistency number two. It's got to be five to six days a week, and seven if you want to, you know, stretch on one day. That's how you get. You know, it's like everything else. You sleep every night. You eat every day. You you know, you brush your teeth. What happens when you skip a couple nights of sleep or you don't brush your teeth for a week? You know there's going to be problems we just most of us haven't been raised to think that we have to have physical activity in our life almost every day but to truly to be on top of your game to see tremendous results in a much shorter period of time to feel good every day to be less vulnerable to illness and injury every day to focus on your health and fitness every day requires for you to work out practically every day and that's the reason why we created 10-minute trainer because some folks just say not going to do it. If that's the formula, if I have to exercise that, that often, screw it. I'd rather do nothing because I, I can't get my arms around that. So 10-minute trainer is really more, more, at least from my experience when you talk to people, is more about getting people in the game who otherwise would never be in the game. They have the time. They just don't really like to exercise very much. But they understand the concept of 10-minute chunks. I have some family members that had the excuse of not time constraints, but really just not into going to the gym, not into doing 35 minute to, to hour chunks of exercise. But they could wrap their arms around 10 minute chunks. And uh, consistency is everything. And that's really, you know, that if you want results, if you wanna, if you want to uh, feel good all the time, and you want to see dramatic change, it's got to be five to six days a week. You know, four days a week, three days a week, just throw yourself down a set of stairs. You'll be really sore, but you won't see much change.
1: You know, that, that's that's great. Let me let me ask you about the ten minute trainer thing too. I mean, I imagine that would, from a psychology standpoint, if you can just get someone work it out consistently for ten minutes, then they'll start moving it up. They'll ratchet it up, and eventually they'll they'll, they'll get to a great point. I mean, to what degree can someone, you know, stay in? shape with, you know, a shorter workout. I mean, what, what can meaning what can you really do with only 10 minutes to 30-minute workouts versus, you know, six days of, it, you know, 45 minutes to an hour workouts?
2: Well, you're trying to cater to different personalities on the planet, right? So some folks, you know, like I said a little bit earlier, just don't have it in them to do the longer workouts. So what you try to do is provide them with something that gets them off the couch and gets them moving. Now, just because it's 10 minutes doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's easy. To the 10-minute Ab routine is probably the most difficult ab routine I've ever created. A lot of people who buy the 10-Minute Trainer and look at the ab routine, you know, come to me and say, are you freaking kidding me? I can't do half of this stuff. I said, that's the idea. A lot of my stuff is skill-based. It's not dancing and jumping and kicking and punching, you know, uh, which which is great. You get up and you move and, you know, it's really energetic and everything else. But my stuff, you have, you're learning how to do things. Your body and your mind are learning how to do things and it takes, it requires steps. So uh, you know, for I example, mean, we talk about synergistic. One of the routines in P90X is core synergistics. You're lunging and curling and squatting all within one move in the course of one minute in those ten minutes, and 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 we string a bunch of those workouts. That's what you know. That's what we call it: super stacking. We stack different layers of different kinds of exercises on top of each other in the course of one minute chunks. You know, with the whole thing being in ten minutes, and that's why it works. Now, we also tell folks. Ten minutes is not really going to be enough in a day. If you're going to do, you know, ten minutes a day, six days a week, you're going to see mild change slowly. Uh, that is if you, if you really clean up your diet. I, ideally, you need to do two or three of these things a day. So you can stack them up, one on top of each other, one, two, three, or one, two, or you can separate them throughout the day based on your schedule. And, you know, we explain that pretty clearly to you. I mean, I know folks that have done two a day, ten in the morning, ten in the afternoon, Changed their diet and lost a bunch of weight and got super fit and uh, and really changed their lives.
1: So yeah, and it, it is it is a great way for people to get started. I mean, what, what, with with consistency. Why do you think it's so hard for people to either get started or stick with a program? I mean, what, in your experience, you've encountered every excuse. Uh, no done. plan
2: and in a crappy purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. we'll get to that later after you go through the 11 laws. I definitely want yeah. to talk about purpose and plan because I think that is just so critical and, and this is fantastic stuff that you're sharing. So, yeah, keep hitting me with it.
2: Well, um, number three, intensity. Number three is intensity. I think, uh, uh, you know, I expect people to find the fire. Where's the fire? It, it, um, and when it comes to intensity, to also understand, and this is the reason reasons why people come to my my fitness camps, because they learn all this information in the course of four workouts and four seminars in two days. So you know they show up with a bunch of questions on on Friday and come Sunday afternoon, they they know everything I know, and it's up to them to to do it or not. So, you know when I when I you know, people say oh, I don't know my overtraining or my undertraining or how do I know what intensity is, well first of all if you're doing a, a, a cardiovascular uh, or interval esque Routine. Buy a heart monitor. You know they're forty bucks. Wrap the thing around your waist, put it on your wrist, and find out what your training zone is, and try to get in it. You know, I mean, it's it's that's just that's information that you don't have that you will get if you buy a heart monitor. And if you don't have a heart monitor, on the on the one to ten scale of intensity, a ten meaning you know I'm being chased down the alley by guys with knives who are sure to kill me. That's intense. A one is hey I love smoking out of this crack pipe on my couch while I'm watching American Idol. You know you don't want to be a one. You don't want to be a ten. You want to be somewhere between a 6, 7, and 8, and you have to understand that as an 8 would represent, let's say you're in the middle of doing plyometrics or you're doing a chest and back routine, and uh, an 8 on a level of intensity would be, this is really hard. I'm working almost as hard as I can, but I can hang in there. I, it's not so hard that I that I feel like I have to pause or I have to stop or I have to hurl. You know, A 7 is slightly less than that, and a 6 would be, uh, you know what? This is all I can handle today. I didn't get great sleep last night. Maybe I didn't eat really well. But I'm in the room, uh, and I'm not maybe as strong as I was last time, or uh, working as hard as I could be. But for based on the conditions that I'm I've, I've, I'm under, a six is a, is what I can pull off. So that's how I operate. You know, I mean, I, I have workouts at the beach on Sundays where I'm a I'm a five five plus max, and other days I feel like I can do a, a an eight plus. You know, so it's understanding that that intensity changes from day to day based on weather based on, i mean you know look at lance armstrong he says that at 72 degrees i can i can ride my bike like a madman at 65 it's harder at at 85 it's harder so you know the temperature in the room has a lot to do with your level of intensity you know and that's that's sort of important to know but, but people forget that like i went skiing last week it was 20 below i couldn't ski very well i wonder why because it was 20 below <laughs> you, right you know right. Um, same thing with lack of sleep or maybe you got, you know, you got a bad piece of chicken the night before. There are variables here that sometimes are out of your control, but your job is to show up no matter what. You know, I have an expression, do your best and forget the rest. And do your best doesn't necessarily mean you have to be better than last time. You know, you just have to show up. That's all that well, matters.
1: Let me ask you, you always say bring it. Okay, what do you mean by bring it? I mean, I kind of get what you mean, but I'm more like, I'd, I'd love to hear your perspective on this.
2: Uh, bring it basically means turn off the, the noise and get to work. You know, turn off the fear and don't be afraid of, of what you can physically do. You know, get in there and, f- and fight the fight. You know, take that wall, soldier. That's what, that's what bring it means. You know, I mean, uh, the problem with two words, you know, look at Nike, Nike's thing, just do it you know it it's just a little phrase to help people kind of get excited it's a it's a rallying cry really is what it is you know I mean I think do your best to forget the rest" is a slightly more wordier version of bring it you know and then this conversation is a is it you know obviously a lot more words that help people get you know it's a way to motivate people, a way to inspire people. Well, way, way to get them off the couch and just freaking do it,
1: you know. Okay, well, so intensity. So, you know, if, if someone changes nothing else and they have their workouts and they have their food and they have their sleep and rest and relaxation and recovery and all that, if they just increase their intensity, they will increase their results is what you're saying to a point. But if you surpass certain intensity, then you might be doing maybe too much. Yeah, I mean,
2: with intensity, can you maintain your form? You know, if I, if you come to one of my seminars, I say, intensity is great, but if your form is going whack on you toward the end of a particular exercise, well then you're not listening to the one to ten scale. You know, you're in the nine to ten range and you're vulnerable to getting hurt. So, so turn off your ego, stop trying to compete with what you see on the screen or somebody else in the room and focus on good form, you know, uh, working out as hard as you can based on, on where you are today. Uh, and that's enough. And because, you know, there's always going to be tomorrow and the next day and the next day. You know, it's, it's about looking at the big picture. You, people say, P90X, what do I do at the end of the 90 days? I said, well, and then I said, well, what have you learned in 90 days? What do you love? What do you like? I mean, I know a guy who did Power 90 and P90X. He had a heart attack. He saw the, saw the infomercial, bought the product, went through both programs and discovered he loved yoga. And now he runs a yoga studio. I mean, here's a guy who was as big as a house, had a heart attack, and now he's lean and ripped. And when he started, P90X, yoga was the worst thing for him. It was the hardest program for him, he, and he despised it. He said, seriously, yoga, are you kidding me? But he went from his nemesis turned into his genesis. Oh, you can quote well, me on that one, baby, which is true. That, that is, uh, yeah, we should. Uh,
1: so you're the originator of saying that? That's, That's it. it. Your, your nemesis. Well, I wrote, a, I wrote a blog about it years ago. Oh, okay.
2: Your nemesis is your genesis, yeah. So it's true, though.
1: You think they'll ever make, like, uh, superhero characters out of you like to do with movies and stuff? We only hope. <laughs> that would be kind of cool if you had, like, a Tony Horton bobblehead that actually, like, yelped out, bring it, or something like that. The people <laughs> right, right. Kinda... You're going to wear a pothole. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: bring it. Like a parrot, you know.
1: So, there you, exactly. you
2: have intensity. And number four is purpose. You know, of the 11 Laws is a separate seminar for purpose and plan. Um, it elaborates it more, but purpose is, you know, what is your reason why? What motivates you? Is it vanity, ego, weight loss? Is it, is, is it, to be, uh, or is it fitness, health, quality of life, and feeling good? I, I will take fitness, health, quality of life, and feeling good way over vanity, ego, and weight loss. And and that's the shift. That's the light that goes over people's heads. I said the reason why you haven't maintained your health and fitness is because you're too focused on the first. On the vanity, the ego, the weight loss. See, because if you, if you just, you know, and what those things are, I look at, I look at weight loss and, and, uh, and looking better in clothes as after, really nice after effects. They shouldn't be your number one reason why, because that, that doesn't sustain most people. You know, if your fitness, your health, the quality of your life, and feeling good matter to you, and you can get those today, you don't have to wait 30, 60, 90 days, 120 days for those. You, when I go upstairs after the interview and I do my routine, I'm going to feel automatically feel better after. I'm going to have a sense of accomplishment. I'm going to be able to, you know, I hear I've done this amazing thing for my body and my brain, and uh, and that's the ultimate motivator. Every time I do not exercise, every day that I miss, I don't get those things. I don't improve my health. I do nothing. I don't improve my health. There. I mean, maybe maybe I roll a little bit because I've eaten well. I certainly haven't improved my fitness. You know, I haven't been able to release norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, and, and brain-derived neurotropic factor into my brain because they didn't do anything. You know, so I didn't get that from not exercising. And and now I am, my body's going to start to age again. You know, you stop exercising after about day five, five or six, the aging process just kicks in, right? The muscles start to atrophy, the organs start to, the brain and the organs in your body don't manufacture n- new fresh cells because you haven't, you know, you haven't broken them down and created new ones through through movement. I mean, you know, I'm, I miss three days of workout. I want to freaking kill people. You know, I, you know I, I know the person I am with it and I know the person I am without it.
1: So in your particular case, it's more for the safety of everyone around you that you maintain consistent workouts.
2: I mean, you know, Beachbody calls me and says, hey, we need a shirtless uh, shoot for you tomorrow or, or like in three days. You know, I mean it's partly about that for me too. I mean, you know, I, I don't know how many other fitness gurus that are out there that have a program out there where they're, you know, running around with their shirt off all the time. Um, you know, I don't see that. I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but I know a lot of people who have programs in this country. I would want to see their shirtless body, I'll tell you that much.
1: Oh yeah, and a lot of people that that I know. I mean, whenever you know they're they're getting ready for a photo shoot. I mean, they're planning a month or two in advance because they have to diet down and everything, and give the impression that they look that way all the yeah, time. Absolutely, they
2: have to go through some kind. Yeah, exactly. To, you know, they have to hire trainers and 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 food people so that they can look a certain way. I mean, I am always fit, I am always strong, I am always flexible, I am always ripped. If my knee hurts, I work my upper body to death. If, if I've screwed up my elbow, I'm working my lower body. You know what I mean? You can have a bad knee and bad elbow and still work your core. So there, you, there's never any excuse not to do anything, regardless of your... I mean, I have Eric Stohansky in the plyometric DVD for P90X has a, has a prosthetic leg. You know what I mean? The guy's jumping around. Right. He's in the plyo workout with a prosthetic. He's not in the chest and back routine. You know, so you know, people just you, you look at our ancestors. You know, you look at the folks that, that built this country. Right? They were just they worked so hard. They did so much. They created such a you know a really convenient, lovely lifestyle for, for our generation. But we've gotten fat, lazy, and and uh, and depressed. Uh, and you know, we blame the government. We blame the Democrats, the Republicans, the healthcare industry, the pharmaceutical industry for our healthcare problem. We are the reasons why the healthcare issue the problem is so damn bad. I mean, most hospitals would be uh something completely different, you know. If if we all took care of ourselves.
1: You know, you oh to... you, yeah, completely. I mean, the biggest issue with with healthcare is like, look at the crap that you know people shove down their throats. The the lack of working out, the the, the the numerous amount of companies out there that are calling what they the chemicals that they distribute and package as quote unquote food, and in some cases calling it healthy food. I mean, it's a total joke. But, it, joke. but ultimately, joke. you're responsible for your life.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So purpose, your reasons why, have everything to do with your level of success. And uh, if what you're doing isn't working, then pick something different. Number five, reality. Reality. Reality is that thing that's actually happening to you now as opposed to that fantasy version of, you wish, of, of what you wish was happening to you right now. Right. A lot of people, A, suffer from, there's, two, there's, there's reality part A and part B. Reality part A is if you're 55 years old and you've never had an athletic day in your life and you've been overweight your whole life, You're not going to be a rock star supermodel in in 90 days. It's just not going to happen. It's just, you know, and if you're an ectomorph or an endomorph or a mesomorph, you know, different body types, you can't turn an endomorph into an ectomorph. It's just physically impossible. Your parents had you, and they are of a certain body type. So as a result, you're going to be, you know, there's only going to be certain certain limitations on what you can physically do. I have small calves and big pecs. I hate it. You know, I mean, I do half a push up and I look like, I look like a Playboy model. You know, I, I don't, it's just genetically uh, my pecs grow, but my calves don't. I wish it was the other way around, but that's just who I am. You know what I mean? So that's, the reality is, this is who I am based on, uh, two people who had sex. You know what I mean? So what I'm gonna, right. do, what I'm gonna do is, make Well,
1: whose it, fault is it for the, the calves? Your mother or your father?
2: I'm gonna blame my father on this, on this, on the calves, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my mother's the reason why I have, very, very strong and powerful quads. So, you know, a lot of athletes are built that way. They don't have, you know, tremendously uh, shapely calves. But then, you know, here we are getting into the ego again. We're getting into the way I want things to look, but but they function great. I mean, you know, as far as being athletic, they, everything works really well. So the idea here is, uh, you know, understand that uh, you are who you are based on, on, you know, your DNA and your genetics and just go get fit and healthy. Uh, reality part two is stop lying to yourself uh, and to everybody else about about what's going on, you know, this fantasy version of, of who we want to be. You know, we're always talking a good game, but the reality is we're not really actually saying and doing the things that we say we are. You know, I know, I, know, I have people who come to me and say, I've done doing your, pro- your, your program, I've done it for eight months, I mean for eight weeks, and nothing's happening. <laughs> but I'm doing everything right. You're full of, all right, you are not telling me the truth. And people, you know, let, let's, you know, it's kind of a weird area because what I'm basically doing here is blaming people for, for lying about what, what they're really doing. Right. You know, people not, do not reveal their statistics honestly because they don't want to look bad. Just, you know, people are not truthful.
1: No, they're not. And I mean, they really are. They, they, they want to be. They with... think
2: they are, but they really are living a fantasy version of what's actually happening. And this is the reason why people are depressed and frustrated and, and because they're not asking for what they need. They're not being okay with reality. They're too attached to the outcome. So they have a tendency to be a little bit dishonest or fib a little bit or exaggerate the truth, but it's a reality, but you're playing this constant catch up with, you know, there's what's actually happening and then your version of it and then there's that big mess in between. You know, so if you're vulnerable and you're open and you're honest and you're authentic and you're okay with the fact that things aren't going perfectly and you understand that that's a good thing and that falling down and failure is part of the learning process, but you come back anyway because you know that consistency is a piece of the puzzle. You know, these are simple things that people just don't know. But when you know them and you learn them and you're okay with that, I'd much rather hear somebody say, you know what, man, I I didn't eat well. I haven't eaten well in a week. I'm drinking too much coffee. I got drunk twice this week. I I I don't know what I'm I'm screwing up left and right. I've only done three workouts as opposed to, yeah, everything's great, really good, Tony. I'm on top of it, buddy. You know what I mean? They go to bed at night and cry, you know what I'm saying, because they they couldn't be honest with themselves or with anybody in their life.
1: Right. I've I have a good friend named Dan Sullivan who created a company called Strategic Coach and he coaches the top um entrepreneurs in the world, like really successful people, fantastic company and um he has a great line where he says, All progress starts by telling the truth. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's it right there. Um, yeah, and really in the twelve step, step community they have they have great sayings in twelve step, you know, um, progress, not perfection and mm-hmm. um oh boy, there I mean there's so many that actually could be applied to uh yeah. um, to yeah. this but uh, your yeah. best thinking got you to where you're at so if you think you're clever and everything and you're lying to yourself and you're living in a delusion then um, you know stop that change it be honest
2: yeah you know the you're tru- thick th- as sick th- as your th- secrets
1: th- the truth will set you free
2: it will set you free you know you, if you trust the process and enjoy the journey along the way and, and make that be a priority as opposed to you know masking what's actually happening then you'll have great success there'll be much less stress in your life you'll sleep a whole lot better and uh and and a lot because people know people know that you're you're jerking them around you know what I mean they won't say anything because they feel bad for you they don't want to you know who wants to confront somebody who's who's full of crap you know it's just and you know unless it gets to the point where it's it's interrupting a relationship or or really affecting somebody in a way where they, you can see their life kind of coming apart you know I mean I'm I'm not here to do interventions for people but I am I am here to say that looking at your life actually understanding what's really happening and being authentic and true and honest is the start of progress in your life. But uh, and, and so, you know, typically when I do this piece, the seminar, any questions? And then everybody's like looking at the floor, you know. Right, yeah, right.
1: Dude, yeah, we get it. We're cool. All right, no problem. Next, you know. So well, next- okay. So for everyone listening, the, the, the you know the takeaway here is you know look at really what sort of level of delusion are you operating from, and uh, you know are you in reality or not? Because if you if you really want to get results and progress, not just in this particular area, but anything in life, you know, the truth will set you free, just like you said. I mean there's it's cliché, but it's uh there's wisdom in that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know who you are who you are right now is perfect. Now get busy.
1: <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one more thing. Uh, it's like quote session here. Um I don't, that one's I don't, mine, I think. I don't know if I Well you you c you can take credit for it. Um right. Yeah, uh, you'll always accomplish more through movement than you ever will through meditation. And uh, sometimes meditation is fantastic, though. However, a lot of people spend their entire lives thinking about that wonderful day when they're going to start exercising or eating right or whatever. And mm-hmm. as it goes, you know, life is not a dress rehearsal. Get get off your ass and do something about well, it. Well, yeah,
2: I, I think I think and you know, there's nothing wrong with prayer, and there's nothing wrong with wishful thinking. And and you know, uh, but I, when I get on my soapbox, you know, I'll say. Hey, Depression comes from lack of, lack of action. You know, it really does. Um, so, uh, even if you do it poorly, you're doing something. At least you're at least you're experiencing something. You know, at least you'll have a story to tell because. You know, oh, I, I prayed and I meditated and I, I and I rubbed my crystals today and I uh, went to the I went I looked at my tarot cards and uh, I went to my spiritual therapist and you know either you're doing or you're having something done to you. So typically when you're doing you're gonna have you're gonna have results. When something's being done to you, you know that's what I think a lot of times. Number six is sport. Uh, sport or play, you know, because some people don't like sports. They don't want to be on a softball team or they don't want to windsurf, or they think, you know, ping pong is not a sport. Tell me, man, when I play ping pong, it's a sport. You know, the reason why I think that's really important is um, it helps accelerate your overall coordination, balance, endurance, stamina. You know, these are things that you don't necessarily always get through a, an exercise program. I mean, with P90X, you probably will. But if you want to overall enhance, A, overall enhance your results, then you find a sport or a hobby, and what's really great about that is you're around like-minded people. Like I have my Sunday gymnastics workout, and I'm around some of the coolest people I have ever met in my life. We have this common bond. We just, you know, we're all out there sort of supporting each other. It's a beautiful, you know, usually it's a beautiful day. We're outside, and we're doing something that's that's uh, skill-based, difficult, but really fun. And the other thing too is, you know, the the stuff that you do, the training that you do, enhances your ability to be a better athlete. And when you're working in your, on your athleticism, it also you know it works in the opposite direction. It helps you uh, progress faster in your in your in your fitness. So, um, you know, you join a team, you meet other people, and and it, there's a fun factor to it, you know. And it also if you like you know a competitive atmosphere, that's great. Personally, I'm not a fan of it. Like I substitute on a softball team, you know, and these guys look at the softball like it's life and death. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> to me, it's just hey, we hit the ball, we run around, we catch the ball. You know whether we win or lose, I don't. You know when I was a kid, winning and losing was everything, and it made me miserable.
0: Right. And now
2: And now, now that it's not everything, I, I, I don't. I'm not as miserable. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you like misery, because it's going to happen at least half the time when you lose, uh, right on. You know what I mean? Personally. I just like to, you know, I like sports like uh, like, like skiing and, and gymnastics, which aren't competitive in nature. They're just really helping with balance and endurance and stamina and, and uh, flexibility and things like that. Those are the kind of sports that I like. But everybody's different, right? So so um, if, if – and that doesn't always interest some people. They go, I'm just not athletic. I don't want to join a team. I just want to do the workouts. Awesome. Maybe this this particular law doesn't resonate with you. But if you're curious about it and you want those things – that you get from it, then give it a try. Because you're going to meet, you know, with, like with the softball team, I've met all these great guys I never would have known otherwise. You know, and, and uh, it's like this conversation with you, you know, where you meet new people and then all these new doors open up. And so that's the beautiful thing about sport.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it, there's the competitiveness and there's a community aspect. To it. And let me mention one thing about P90X also because I – I think, uh, this is one part of it that is really well done that I don't know if gets much, much, um, much mention in people's minds or they even think about it. But when you, when you're doing the workouts, you, you've got other people with you in the room. So you even, as best as you guys are able to deliver on a, on a video, you create a sense of community. Then you have the, the boards where people, the forums where people can go and talk. So you're, you're not just selling a product with P90X. You're actually selling access. To an ongoing community, and yeah, there's other things that Beachbody sells. You know, people can buy everything needed from bands to, you know, the pull-up bars to supplements to various things that are that are actually sold. However, you you really get a sense of you're not alone. And when I do those workouts, and like I said, I've worked out with a ton of different personal trainers. The the most interesting thing is because of the warm-ups and the way that you set it up. Uh, I have never had an injury ever doing P90X. Uh, and I've worked out with many incredibly skilled trainers and I tweaked a shoulder or uh, you know, they're just so well scientifically, put together they're not just motivating workouts but they're well put together and there's a real good community aspect so i think people they're like oh i have to have a partner in order to, to work out i just won't be able to motivate myself i think one of the some of the magic that you have tony is uh is is the fact that you you've, you've done so much of this that you know how to motivate people even from a dvd and make them feel like hey man i'm right here with you even when you push through and that's why what i think people are going to really love experiencing uh, with uh, P90X, and I think it'll help you. Then go out and develop sports, and go out and develop a community to add that to your your health and fitness uh, regimen. So those are my thoughts.
2: Well, you know, when it comes back to sport, uh, you know, I, I, uh, my dear friend Ann Furs, uh, who I went to high school with, uh, uh, I made her do Power 90. I mean, I forced her pretty much because you know she was overweight and struggling. She was she was a size 14 now. She's down to about a size six, which is quite miraculous, really. But she told me a story about when her and her husband had done it. You know the guy they started, in the. he started, I'm not quite sure, but it was before the summer. I think it was some you know sometime and you know before this he plays golf, is what I'm trying to say. And so he had a big old belly on. I mean you look at him from behind, he looked fairly normal. When he turned, he had this big old belly, but he loved golf. And uh, so he did he did power ninety, then he did some p ninety x, hadn't played golf for months, went out on the golf course on a course that he had never played before. And uh, and had one of his best rounds of his life because he didn't have the stomach in front of him anymore. When he was, and he said, I, I couldn't believe that I, you know, here I was. I thought I was going to be, on a, I thought I was going to shoot, you know, 20 over par, and um, and I was hitting the ball like like I had never hit him before. Obviously, because he's stronger, he's more flexible, and uh, you know, another example of, of a friend of mine. Like, look at David Akers. All right, the guy was nearly going to be kicked off the Philadelphia Eagles. He buys P90X in the off season. Um, you know, he talks to Rick Burkholter, who's the conditioning coach for the for the Eagles, and he says, what do you think of this P90X? And, you know, Rick has a, uh, a tremendous knowledge of, of exercise and fitness, and he said, I, I think it's a pretty sound program. So Akers uses the thing, and he comes back, he starts kicking 55-yard yard field goals. Of course, like you mentioned earlier, he broke the NFL record for most consecutive field goals in the in the postseason. So, um, you know, it's it, and, and uh, one thing that Rick says as well, he says, Whenever any of our guys are hurt, it was an excuse for them to do nothing, right? You know, so if they were on the injured reserve, uh, you know, they would just do basic rehab exercises with with one of the trainers. And now, uh, you know, he says, "I love your expression when the top is broken, and work the bottom. When the bottom's broken, you work the top." So these guys, you know, they got dislocated shoulders, and they're doing plyometrics. And the beautiful thing is, is that all the players say that what they have is onset muscle soreness, but no, but no connective tissue or joint pain. And, you know, the reason why is because the program was developed by me while I was in my 40s, you know, so it wasn't designed by some kid in their 20s who, who assumes that anybody who does the thing is going to be fine because, you know, I'm 51 now, and because of all the flexibility stuff and because of all the stretching that we do in the program, you know, I, I, don't, want, I don't want to get cards and letters and emails from people who say, oh, you know, your program hurt me. Uh, I want to make sure that people, because that's one of the big issues with folks. They overtrain, they get injured. And then uh, they don't come back after the injuries are healed. They just, you know, they lose all the momentum and they don't come back for two and three years at a time. So the idea is to create something, a sequence, and, that, and a lot of it has to do with the muscle confusion and the variety, see, because, you know, you're not hammering the same body parts three days a week. You know, people would say, how's this thing going to work? There's too much variety. <laughs> well, you know, you're moving. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's physical chest, baby, and that's the reason why it works. And of course, uh, you know the next one is is uh, stress and sleep. Number eight. Um, uh, you know, if you're if you're the funny thing is that one has to do with the other. You know, quite often uh, I mean I've read study after study of people who uh, are on all this depression medication, and then after a while they figure out, oh, you're just not getting enough sleep. You know, because you know what I call sleep, I, I, I like to change the name to sleep. Sleep is is not a motivating thing. I want to call sleep healing because. Uh, ah. That's, you, that's great. When you sleep is when you heal, especially if you're exercising six days a week. I mean, think about it. Here you are, you're tormenting your body in a way that you never have before, and then you're trying to, you're trying to come back the next day after five and a half or six hours of sleep. Your immune system is vulnerable. Um, your joints are vulnerable. Your muscles haven't healed because they haven't had enough downtime. You know, I mean, you need balance. I mean, that's what yin and yang is all about. You, you know, it's it's the, the, we live in a yang society. It's go, 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 win, 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 fight, 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 you know, make money, Uh, you know, you were in front of uh, laptops and computer screens and iPhones and televisions eight hours a day. There's there's nothing yin-like about it, you know. And so the only place that we get our yin energy, you know, we say yin and yang, but it's really yin and yang, Um, the only time we get that is when we sleep. I mean, I would love people to meditate. I would love people to sit quietly and read. You know, I would love people to just do some deep breathing exercises or do some uh, kundalini yoga or something. But as a society, we don't. So the one area that we need that downtime, we don't get enough of. And then typically what happens is because we live in a land of chaos, our five and a half hours to six hours of sleep are filled with torment. You know, I can't sleep. And so then we start taking pills to help us get enough sleep. So there's that vicious cycle, right? So sleep is huge. I mean, honestly, I tell folks, try to get your seven and a half to eight hours of sleep if you can. Now some folks can operate on 5 and 6 hours. I don't know who they are. They're superhuman. They're aliens. I don't know what they're doing, but but good for them, but that's not me. I mean, when I when I do a 28 sets of shoulders and arms, I need to get my 8 hours the next night or if I come cuz when I come back for the next one, I'm not going to be ready.
1: Do you recommend not working out if you've simply not gotten enough sleep?
2: It depends on the person. Some po- folks I, I tell them Look, if you feel like crap, you know, and you feel like you're on the edge of getting sick or you haven't had enough sleep or you feel really achy and sore, if you're really achy and sore, then chances are you have to either A, do nothing, uh, modify by crazy, by decreasing your, your repetitions and your overall resistance by, you know, anywhere from 20 to 50 percent, or just take the day off and be okay with that. You know, uh, it really depends. So, you know, I, ask, I say don't be afraid to ask yourself that those three questions. All right, what am I today? Am I modification day? am I uh, you know am I uh, change my routine day you know maybe that's something I can do you know just turn it into a stretch or is it just It's just I just need to do nothing I need to just take that day off and there are certain days where I, I don't have the energy I don't have the enthusiasm based on whatever you know especially when I travel I mean I, if I I had a trip where I was in Rhode Island DC and Philly you know going back and forth and new hotels and you know a lot a lot on my mind and you uh, know I just went to the gym and I just walked up a hill on the treadmill I mean, I had a chest and back day scheduled, but I said, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to walk on the treadmill just to get
1: the blood flowing. And that was, it's okay to, to, to change things. It's, it's important. Yeah. Well, when, when I actually travel, um, with my laptop, um, I'll take the stretching workout, the yoga workout, the pyrometrics workout uh, from P90X with me because they're just great workouts. Uh, and I mean, even in the one-on-one with Tony, you have one of the workouts which is just a band, and mm-hmm. you can, you know. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you travel with like a band or anything along those lines for no. w- exercise? No, I bring my jump rope. Gotcha. I bring my jump rope. Um, and one, one last question on this, and then we'll go, go back to it because I don't want to derail you here too much as things come up when you're talking. I yeah, uh, you know, uh, to kind of go off there, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're both that way. I mm. think it's my, uh, it's my ADD ADHD sort of brain. Yeah, me too. Which, let me mention something because you've mentioned the book uh, Spark uh, a couple times by John Ratty. Mm. Um, rady, I never pronounce his name. Is it but, Ratty um, or
2: Rady? It's R A T E Y, but I'm not sure the pronunciation.
1: Well, I'm going to make sure he gets a copy of this interview because uh, my, my good friend, Dr. Edward Hollowell, who's the top ADD, ADHD uh, psychiatrist in the world, uh, actually gave me a copy of that book. I just have not read it yet. And what's great with when you're talking about brain chemistry and stuff, that's very much what Ned uh, talks about in a lot of his books of what happens. And he's such a big proponent of physical exercise and proper rest and all the distractibility exists in modern life. And so I think uh, I think John will get a kick out of hearing what you've said, and uh, so would Ned, and they'll probably want to share this interview with a bunch of people. Best time to work out. I mean, you, you mentioned that sometimes you'll, you know, maybe 9.30, 4.30, depending on the day. Is, is there, do, do, are you much of a stickler about when you work out? Is it better in the morning evening? I know you'll probably say it depends on the person, but is there you know, any scientific reason to work I, out? I love this question.
2: I love this question because it, 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 it's a, people ask me that question, and I think, do you have a choice? What lifestyle do you have? Do you have a choice? You know what I mean? Uh, hi, I'm a mom. I got three kids. Uh, I gotta get them off to school. Um, I'm, I'm a working mother. My, you know, for some folks, the option's 4 a.m. You know what I mean? Based on their lifestyle. Right. Uh, you know, if you have all the money in the world and you don't have a real job and you want, you know, the ideal time is, uh, you get your eight, eight and a half hours of sleep. You know what I mean? Do you do you have your trainer come in and they, they give you a little stretch and then you go down the you go down to breakfast and have the perfect organic breakfast and then you wait an hour and at around ten thirty nobody has that life. The best time is when you can, and that's gotcha. that's a, we're back to reality again. Whoa. The reality is you're stuck. Here's your window. Use it. Well, you didn't have to be so hurtful about it. it was I really know. Fun. I was mean to you. Was I mean to you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but, you know, ideally the morning is typically better because, you know, it kicks in the metabolism and, you know, you burn more calories, you burn calories better. It also, you know, because you get the norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, you get all these really great things. This is how you want to go into your day. You know, I mean, ideally morning
1: is, is optimal over any other time, I think. Um, but, well, but the bottom line is when you can. And obviously can. I'm, I'm asking questions because my, 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 my whole outcome that I want here is just everyone that's listening to just... Be working out and taking care of themselves because but, they're going to be happier, healthier, more productive people, and that'll make the planet a better place. And but so you know, I, know what? Though that's a brilliant question, and I'm glad you asked it because a lot of people that question comes up all the time. So I, I hope I didn't
2: appear to chastise you as a result of asking. Oh no,
1: that. no, I'm totally joking. I mean, I was just doing a jerky voice thing on you, but it's
2: so hurtful, so no, but no, it's a brilliant question, and a lot of people ask. And so they, they you know, when, after they ask it, I say, well, when can you? And I go. Well, I only can do it at night. I said, Well, then, there you go. That's that's when that's the best time for you. You know, with me, I mean, look at my schedule: Sunday mornings, Monday nights, Tuesday mornings, Wednesday nights, Thursday mornings, Saturday afternoon. That's my pattern because of my schedule. So.
1: And you schedule it out a month in advance, like you said.
2: A month in advance. Yeah. Sure. here. We are toward the end of December. Uh, I'm going to be pulling that January calendar out here, and I'll be writing them down. And you know, it doesn't change much for me. I mean, that pattern's been the same for years for me. But then I look at my in my travel schedule, January, I'm either traveling or speaking or working or shooting um 18 days in the month of January. So, you know, I I talk to my my people and I say, "Hey, look, if I'm flying to Philly, get me on a flight that's early enough so that I can get in the gym before it closes." You
1: know. Right. That's how that's how I operate. So,
2: that's great. I love that commitment. That's awesome. Yeah. Stress and sleep, we've covered sleep, you know, sleeping is healing, plain and simple. If you sleep enough, you will heal enough because, you know, you need that energy, you need to do that if you want to come back another day to exercise. And then, of course, lack of sleep causes stress, but even with good sleep, you're still suffering. A lot of folks have, you know, really stressful lives. So, you know, I don't want to get too esoteric here, but, you know, there are things that you can do to combat your stress, you know, uh... One of them is the reality thing. You know, a lot of folks are living that fantasy version of life, so they have more stress because they're trying to, they're playing catch up all the time with this version of life that's not actually happening. So, uh, you know, just be honest and be authentic and be okay with the outcome and don't be attached to the outcome. You know, do your best and forget the rest. If you do your best and forget the rest, because the rest is the problem, right? Here you are doing your best, but you're thinking too much about the rest. So that's causing you stress. So, you know, put a little patience in. Be a little bit more thoughtful if you can. Uh, maybe try to be a better listener. Uh, you know, and there's, you know, we can do an hour on
1: each one of those things. Well, no, <laughs> you really, you really could, and I don't know if there's an easy way to answer this one. You no, there know. really isn't.
2: But if you find that you have stress issues, uh, one answer could be get more sleep. And the other one would be, you know, start looking at regular fitness as a way to sort of monitor your stress. I mean, I know a lot of folks that their stress just melts away because they're exercising six days a week. Some people need more than that. You know, I mean, and if you do, don't be afraid to go talk to a therapist. You don't want to understand why you're so freaked out all the time. But I can tell you, I've talked to hundreds of people who have simply added an extra 45 minutes to an hour of sleep every night, exercised regularly, and their stress has gone away.
1: Gone. Yeah. It's, it's the whole same little hinges swing big doors. And uh, yep. in a lot of cases, that, that's, that's, really, uh, that's really what it's all about. It's really what it's all about. Absolutely.
2: Uh, number nine, loving it. Love it or leave it. If you're not excited and enthusiastic towards your, your fitness, uh, then you're not going to do it. If P90X is your thing, do insanity. If you don't like insanity, go rowing. If you don't like to row, then take a spinning class. If, if you're a yoga-only person, then do that. You know. Um, fortunately for me, a lot of people love P90X, and they love Power90, and they love 10-Minute Trainer, and they love one-on-one because they like my personality and that I that I give them options and that I, we have a lot of fun and the thing works, and you know it, it's no brainer with a trainer, you know. Uh,
1: so, and that's what I that's what I am for some people. But <clears throat> what, what about the people that don't like you? You 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 have to occasionally get hate mail with the, the vast millions of people that have. That get I, I,
2: I I, you know you know where I get hate mail from? Jealous trainers that wish they had my gig. That's how I get that's who I get hate mail from. There's a guy on Facebook going P90x doesn't work. You know, it's so that there'll be 150 people who come in and say, get off this page because you're an idiot, you know? Right. I'm standing proof. I've lost 50 pounds. I'm off these medications. You know, people love their, their dogma and they love their technique and, they, and, and the fact that somebody else came in and, and thought of something before they did or and has been successful with it. That's what upsets some people, but...
1: Yeah, well, you know what I love about about P ninety X is it's one of these workout programs that when you bring it up to people that are extremely knowledgeable about working out and muscles and growth and and just you know physique and structure and everything in general, uh, they really don't. Ever say bad things about p90x if they if they've seen it or know anything about it because they can't because it's a really sound awesome program you, you would only hear that crap from people that really know nothing about it or like you said are jealous you know because the, the my friend tim Ferriss who wrote a book called the four-hour work week he has this great thing about critics love Where that book been, oh yeah i just oh, interviewed i want, him I want to this. be his best friend I love ah, that. You'll have to, you'll have to listen. We will we'll have, have to meet with him there. there. Mm. <laughs> I'm happy. He'll love to meet you. He's, he's totally big on fitness and working out. And, uh, and, and basically he says that, uh, you know, uh, criticism for most people is a self-hatred turned outward and where people try to just, you know, and it's, it's kind of a good way to, to look at critics mm. at time. So anyway, I'm sorry to derail you on that. So love yeah, it or leave a few, it. you,
2: you know, but when, when the head conditioning coach for the Philadelphia Eagles got half the team using P90X or when, uh, you know the head medical advisor for uh,
1: is it Nellis or Dallas Air Force Base
2: in Nevada?
1: I wish I knew. Actually, I would I would give the right, but I, I don't.
2: Yeah, you know he wrote a he wrote a little uh, a little piece that he felt that P ninety X should be the you know should be standard issue for the entire Air Force. <laughs> you know so and that's what we're working on. I mean I'm in, I'm in DC working on that very thing. The government works like a snail through mud. You know, but you know <laughs> we're, we're, snail, but we're we're, uh, we're planting our seeds. So the amazing thing is you know you've got Army Air Force Marines Navy professional football players conditioning coaches uh, um Jeff Fisher <laughs> the uh the coach for uh, Tennessee Titans uses P90X yeah, you know uh, it's it's just amazing um members of the Jagville Jaguars Montreal Canadians I was having dinner with a conditioning coach for the Eagles and uh in a restaurant in Philadelphia and uh uh the Canadians were playing um uh, the team in Philly, and they came up to us and said, "Hey, I'm the conditioning coach for the, the Montreal Canadiens." And I'm, you know, so the two conditioning coaches were standing right there, you know, at this restaurant, both talking about their use of P90X with their players and staff. That it's really great. hard to punch holes in this thing uh, because it just, you know, it's common sense. I mean, Jack Lane was doing versions of this stuff years ago, but I've sort of modernized a lot of the things that he was doing. You know, Charles Atlas is another one. I mean, there's there's, you know, but what I've done is I've added. Uh, multi-dimensional fitness where it didn't really exist before you know before it was you know you have these yoga guru types and they have their philosophy and and they're really great but there's just you know they're just doing this thing about yoga and of course there's bodybuilders that have had books out for years but it's purely about bodybuilding and the idea is to try to avoid the plateau boredom and injuries so that we can expand health and fitness to more people and that and that's what we've done and so um you know when it comes to loving it Figure out the thing that you love to do, and that's that's what's going to get you excited. That's what, that's what's going to keep you motivated, and that's really important. You know, so many times you pick up a book and it says, "I think I mentioned this early in the interview." Uh, do this workout and eat this food. And, well, I don't like those workouts, and uh, that food is not my thing. So, you know, here you are trying to force me to do something I don't, don't want to do. And what I'm trying to say is, who are you? What do you like? Get busy and, and do something that, that uh, resonates with you. So that's important. Number 10, flexibility. It's probably the only law in the entire series of 11 where, you know, there isn't a, there isn't a law for resistance exercise. There isn't a law for, uh, for cardiovascular strength. But flexibility truly is the fountain of youth. Yoga is the fountain of youth. Because with good flexibility, and you've said this in the interview too, you know, I, I spent a lot of time on stretching and warming up in those DVDs much longer than, than other programs. Because you've got to get the body ready for what you're about to do. You know, if you want uh, healthy joints and tendons and ligaments and connective tissue, then you've got to treat them right, you know, prior and after exercise. And I, that's the reason why I love yoga. I mean, I, I yoga is everything. If I had a choice and somebody said to me, Tony, you could only pick one kind of fitness. I know you love variety. I know that's important to you. But if you had to pick one, it would be yoga because yoga is everything yoga is balance, yoga is strength, yoga is flexibility, yoga is endurance, yoga is breath, yoga is patience. I mean, that's why it's so important, and that's the reason why yoga and flexibility have their own category. It improves all other aspects
1: of fitness. I totally agree. I mean, I, I, I completely agree, and and I think a lot of people with the warm-ups and even the yoga, See, if they were to go to a gym and do that, they, they would not even, uh, many people wouldn't feel comfortable doing it in front of other people, and that's the beauty of P90X, is it just it covers pretty much everything, and in in, uh, in your own home or wherever you're at, as long as you have a little bit of space, uh, you don't even need a lot. You can do it in a very tiny area as long as you have a screen. Uh, there you go. Well, P90X
2: works on your weaknesses and your strengths. You know, not just your strengths. A lot of people gravitate to a program that they can do. You know, they can maybe not do it perfectly well, but they can do most of it. With P90X, you know, a lot of folks can't do half of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. so that's that 's the reason why it works. If it worked if it was easy you, it wouldn 't work the fact that it 's hard is the reason why it works. The fact that there are things in there, you know stretches and flexibility issues and 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 all the different uh kinds of workouts i mean I, you know you can some people will be great at fifty percent and horrible at others, but if you if you do it all the way it 's set up, your results are off the chain
1: so um, well, so going back to flexibility, I mean, for me, I just feel fantastic when I do yoga, uh, and if I don't do it for a period of time, and there have been times where I've, uh, and it was before I was doing P90X. Now, following the program, you, you just do it; it's part of the program. Um, I just feel infinitely better when I'm stretched and I'm flexible. My body feels better. I have less aches. Uh, it just works. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just to uh, to not be flexible is to live in a very stiff. Uh, in, in, in my opinion, not a very healthy sort of uh, body. Well, flexibility truly is the key to progress. You know, because when you're a runner
2: or you're just a weightlifter, uh, you're going to see there's going to be fits and starts and injuries. And so, if you add the flexibility a piece to the puzzle, uh, you will constantly see uh, progress over the course of time as you get older. Which is, for some reason, I hear. Uh, pretty new or pretty profound uh, amongst the you know uh, amongst a lot of people who who have been working on this stuff and looking at this stuff and and in this indus-, in the fitness industry for a long time they, you know um there it's used to be segregated you know there were the yoga people and the flexibility people and they were over there and then there were the rest of us who were you know lifting weights and and running you know uh, or getting on a bike or something and so what I've tried to do is integrate all of it together because all of it works better than Different pieces. When you put all the pieces together, that's 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 why it works. When you pull the pieces apart, what do you have? You just have a lot of issues with, like I said earlier, plateaus and injuries and and uh, and people being frustrated because they're not getting results. So um, that's why flexibility is is everything. And it's the yep, reason why I at 51 I'm able to do what I can do. It's the re- reason why I can do swing handstands on parallel bars. You know, at my age. Um, no, and
1: you you say that in the program a lot you I mean you mentioned that you know the reason I can do that is because I stretch because I'm flexible because I do yoga and that that should be a testament right there I mean and if people have never seen you physically go to beachbody.com there's some videos they can watch of you um you know when they get P90X it, they'll they'll see I mean when they get the one on one with you you're you're in incredibly great shape and uh you're in a small percentile of the typical uh American and um you know, so just follow what you're doing, and guess what? They'll probably get pretty similar results. Those, yeah, those numbers are growing.
2: Those numbers are growing. There are people in this country that have never been in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and even 60s who have never been in the kind of shape they are now, and that says something. That's,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, in, I'm 42 years old right now, and uh, for the most part, compared to most people my age, I'm in pretty darn good shape.
2: Yeah, and your life's going to be infinitely filled with more energy and enthusiasm to try hard things. Uh, than than folks who don't take care of themselves and don't eat right, so
1: yeah, absolutely
2: Number eleven, food and supplementation. you are what you eat and drink. If you want high performance, if you want to uh, see improvement over time, if you want to um, be less vulnerable to fatigue and injuries and everything else, it really starts with what you put in your mouth. So you know when it comes to food, it's fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, and healthy fats. Now, I've never counted a calorie in my life. I don't know how many grams of protein I consume every day. I don't keep track of that. I eat fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, and healthy fats. So, you know, is it 40, 30, 30, is it 50, 30, 12? I don't, I don't, I don't know how many calories. I don't know. I don't know. It's fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, and healthy fats. I break up these foods in five small meals a day as often as I can. And that's what I focus on. I met a girl, Julie, a couple years ago. When I, when I met her, she was ripped and lean and fit and could do like 12 pull-ups. Uh, before she started Power Ninety, she's five foot three. She weighed two hundred and thirty-five pounds, and she couldn't do a single push-up on her knees. And uh, I met her at a shoot for an infomercial, so I thought she was one of the hotshots that we that we hired for the shoot. You know, occasionally you'll, you'll mix in people who have actually done the program with a couple of fitness models. I thought she was one of the fitness models. No, she was the girl who lost one hundred and ten pounds.
1: She's wow. doing
2: Power Ninety and P Ninety X. Now she did Power Ninety three times in a row. You know, so three months, three times in a row, and then she did P90X. So she couldn't do a single push-up on her knees, and then now I watched her do uh, 10 pull-ups. So she's only, I don't know, about 100 times stronger. She's lost 110 pounds. And I said, what did you do? I mean, when it came to your food, what did you do? I, well, she said, I just did what you said. And then I said, what did I say? <laughs> and she says, I just ate fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, and healthy fats. Did you count calories? No. I mean, I knew that I knew that I shouldn't overeat. You know, I knew, I knew that spreading out the meals throughout the course of the day would, would automatically regulate how many calories I felt like eating when I sat down to a meal. She said, I also learned from you that when I ate foods that were high in fiber, high in nutrition, low in fat, sugar, and salt, that I wouldn't, I would naturally not overeat. I cut out, you know, most dairy. I cut out all the soda pop I was drinking. I never ate a fast food again. I never ate out of a vending machine again. I stopped eating manufactured food, like you said, and everything just sort of regulated itself. Without having to count a calorie and know how many grams of protein I ate, or or anything else, I said, I ate like my great grandparents ate, like you told me to. Um, they didn't eat manufactured food. They went to the market and they bought fresh vegetables, and they you know they might have some red meat or not. I mean, she she said I decided not to eat red meat because you didn't eat red meat, so you know I stuck to the uh, fish and chicken, and uh, I prepared food in such a way that that it wasn't you know there was no fat or sugar and salt in it, you know, and so. She lost all that weight. She got super fit. She looked really ripped, and she looked like one of the fitness models on the shoot. So people want the food equation to be really complicated. They want some formula. They write entire books about it, you know, and there's hundreds of them, but they don't freaking work. They, oh, may, may I say this? They work while you do them. Weight Watchers works while you do it. Nutrisystem works while you do it. But how come every time I see somebody in a Nutrisystem commercial and then they're off the commercial because five months later when I see them on TV, they're fat again because they used manufactured food in a box to lose weight temporarily so they could get paid to endorse a product. Ooh, fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for lying to us so you could make some money so you could buy a condo in Aspen, you punk. <laughs> you know?
1: I, mean, I hear you. Totally.
2: you know so, So eat real food. Eat whole food. Uh, don't overeat. And don't eat, you know, 10 minutes before you go to bed. Honestly, I, I mean, and I'll, also I also have, you know, I have... I have other food philosophies, you know. I mean, if you're eating junk food all the day, all the time, I'm on a 90-10 plan for myself. 90% of the meals that I eat are super healthy. 10%, I have fun. I like chocolate chip cookies. I like cheesecake. I like key lime pie. Sugar is my nemesis. You know what I mean? So I eat it once in a while, but I don't eat. I don't have cake after lunch. I make sure that I have my little rewards every once in a while so I don't go crazy. Other people... My friend Mark Briggs, he learned what fuel does for his body, good healthy food, and he also learned what what not healthy food does to his body. So he doesn't eat it. He doesn't eat unhealthy food anymore. Period. He loves the fact that every time he puts whole, healthy, high fiber, whole grain, super nutritious food in his mouth, that his life is going to be better. His energy is going to improve. He's going to sleep like a rock. Those facts matter to him. So he, you know, to put a cookie in his mouth, you might as well, you know, take off his knee. He would he wouldn't do it. You know, and other people, like just say, you need to get on the 50-50 plan. If you're eating crap all the time, all right, clean up half your meals. Clean up half. You can go to McDonald's at night if you want. You can have, uh, you know, Kentucky fried chicken if that's what you need to do, but at least eat something healthy 50% of the time, and chances are you'll reap the benefits of that. You'll feel better afterward. You won't be sluggish and tired and and uh, and bloated and, you know, the usual issues that you have. And then maybe over the course of time you'll go from 50-50 to 75-25. And then maybe eventually you'll end up where I am at 90-10. I don't know. I mean, you know, Rome wasn't built, you know, in a day. Do what works, what resonates for you and your personality at this stage of your life. You know what I mean? It's all good as long as you're moving in the right direction.
1: No. Yeah, well, you know, and here's the thing, too. A lot of people confuse uh, hard with impossible. They say, "Well, you know, I'm too busy, or I can't do this, I can't do that." And in and, and, you know, if they really sit down and think about some of the things they say they can't do or that they can't take on because it's scary or whatever, it it, it may be hard, but rarely is it impossible. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I really think people should. Uh, Take everything you've talked about uh, today, which is fantastic, and really listen to it and, and, and integrate it. Now, w- one of the last things I want you to share, and then we'll wrap up, is is purpose. As far as a plan, uh, I'm just going to encourage people uh, to get P90X. Uh, I'd love to have you give out some contact info of places that they should visit, anything to read, and how to, how to track you down, you know, Get on your Facebook if they want. We'll follow you on Twitter, whatever. Read your blog. Uh, what about people out there that I, I think even listening to as much as we've talked about on the, to today, uh, that it will really help them with their purpose. Uh, just more that you, you can elaborate on than that. Someone's sitting there just like on, you know, how do I find my purpose? How do I really, you know, identify what matters so I can, so I can start doing this? I mean, no one would have listened to this if they weren't on some level mildly interested or really interested in improving their health and improving their life. I mean, people that need this the most don't listen to it. So what, what do you say to the people out there that that are just still feeling kind of stuck? If
2: you're, if you're listening to this interview and you find it very difficult to be consistent with your exercise, um, it's probably because maybe you don't have enough knowledge as to, as to why exercise uh, can open up your, your life and make it, make it filled with, you know, because for me, I like having energy and enthusiasm uh, every day, you know, and I don't get it any other way other than exercising regularly and eating healthy food. <clears throat> we We cheat beg, borrow, and steal uh, through alcohol, drugs and unhealthy food. You know, so we get these short-term pleasures that lead to long-term problems. so if you're if you're able to understand that brief bouts with a certain amount of discomfort based on a level that you can deal with, you know, like you were saying earlier, Something that hard is, doesn't mean impossible, but but if you're if you're willing to earn this feeling of, of of energy and enthusiasm, and find a program that works for you, P90X, him and a trainer, I don't care what it is, you know, a spinning class, yoga, I, I don't know. Um, if you're willing to make that make that leap, everything about who you are in your life will change. I mean, I've seen it hundreds and thousands of times. I mean, I, I go to a fitness camp or a seminar, and people come up to me and say. Never in my life did I know that physical activity and eating right was going to change it, open up everything in my life. And so the thing is, when it comes to purpose, stop thinking about what other people think of you. Stop caring about how you look. Don't let the numbers on the scale be so so important. You know, dress sizes and 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 waist lines. These are measurement. These are measurements that maybe will help you um, keep track of your progress. But uh, whenever I tell people that. My purpose for exercising regularly is, and I, you know, of course I said this earlier in the interview and I'll say it again and it's still true. If I work out today, my fitness improves today. And I want my fitness to improve today. And all I have to do is is maybe 20 minutes or more. Okay. Improve fitness. Check. I want that. And I don't have to wait 30 days, 60 days, 90 days for that. I get it today. If I, if I do cardiovascular exercise, like when I did cardio last night for 50 minutes, my brain chemistry Shifted. Like when I'm when I'm running on the treadmill, or I'm on a bike, or I'm on a slide board, or whatever I'm doing, I know that while I'm breathing hard and I'm in my range of six, seven, and eight, based on who I how I feel that day, my brain chemistry is changing. My hippocampus, uh, brain-derived neurotropic factor is flying around. Molecules and proteins are finding each other inside of my brain, coming together and creating this amazing thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. to me, maybe that doesn't motivate people. But when I know that I am changing my chem- my brain chemistry based on moving, oh, my God, I, I, I mean, that's so much better than, than you know, than uh, a, a scotch on the rocks to me, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think out of all the different things that people do, escapism, you know, I, I heard this one author uh, say, uh, Poe Bronson, when I went and saw him, he said that, you know, out of all the things that I, people I've interviewed and everything, you know, what people want out of life is more woo and less ah. Like everything we do, when you boil it down, it's just more woo and less ah. And you know what? This is what you're talking about, Tony. Is just proven ways to have enormous amounts of more woo in your life. And to <laughs> re- oh, I live a life of woo, baby. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, to re- to reject that is is just to accept suffering, and uh, and it's not necessary.
2: No, it isn't. It isn't. So you know, like I said earlier, it's about improving my health. It's about. Uh, uh, improving the quality of my life because of the, you know, all the beautiful things that happen inside of my brain that affects my entire body. And the other thing too is, you know, I, I just look at my parents, I look at my grandparents, you know, my parents are both, they both have certain health issues. My grandparents certainly did not, the last 15 years of their life weren't any fun. I mean, it was, uh, it was a real struggle. They were very unhappy. And I want to be very happy for as long as I can. And I, uh, and I understand that regular exercise and healthy eating are, you know, who knows? I don't know about longevity. I could get hit, get hit by a bus tomorrow. I don't know. But I do know that tonight I'm going to 24 sets of chest and back and feel like a hero afterward. So <laughs> so I'm going to feel really good afterward. I'm going to have, you know, a lot of energy as a result. So, you know, it's health, fitness, quality of life, uh, feeling good, looking good, being less vulnerable to, to illness and injury. Um, I know that when I exercise today, all of those things are are in process. And if I don't get attached to the outcome, you know, I mean, I'm not. I'm just expecting to do my best and forget the rest. And, and it just takes the burden off, you know. And it, and it creates this amazing uh, physiological, mental, and emotional change. And I can get that in, in 20 minutes to an hour. Uh, if that's not motivating enough for people, then I, I don't know how to help them. I'm, I'm not their guy, you know. But uh, it seems to be working for millions of people, and the evidence is everywhere. And I would also tell folks just to finish up. You know, come to my Facebook page. It's Tony Horton. Uh, it's easy to find, and uh, and I'm always writing in there and blogging in there. And uh, you can go to Blogger and find my 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 blog as well. And of course, if you come to uh, uh, you know the Beachbody website, uh, we'd love to have you come in there because I'm always disseminating some kind of uh, information. And there's a lot of humor in what I do, and um, uh, and people seem to enjoy it, and they seem to get the information, the motivation, and the inspiration they need to to stick with it because. Uh, it's it's a lifetime thing. It's it's a lifelong thing, and I, I like feeling good. I like looking good, and uh, and it requires uh, you know, consistency, variety, intensity, and all the other things in those eleven laws.
1: Well, you know, in in uh, Dalai Lama's book, The Art of Happiness, he he actually talked about how happiness is a skill that can be learned. And, you know, there's a lot of skills that one can learn, and this is one of the most important skills that someone can learn, and they can get it all through uh, your programs and the things that, that that Beachbody puts out. And I'd love to hear about when your book comes out. If you're up for it, we can do an interview on that if you'd like. Love to do um, it, Joe. Yeah. But, so if people want to get a copy of P90X is the best place, just go to Beachbody.com. That's the way to go. Simple and easy. Or
2: you can go to P90X.com. And then there you'll be. And, uh, for 120 bucks, uh, <laughs> that's a hell of a thing, you know, because what I charge clients just for one workout, I mean, I, I charge as much as, as $2,000 a workout. So, so, uh, and, and up, but I can't reveal that. But, um, yeah, you know. Yeah. Cause
1: well, you might, you might change it to 5,000 tomorrow. So, you know, Well, you know, I, I mean, no, I, I, have
2: a, I have a client that I charge, uh, $10,000 uh, for two days and, and uh, and he's willing to pay it because, you know, it's one-on-one with me and, uh, and I, and he gets everything I know and, uh, and he's had tremendous, obviously tremendous results. Um, and I have to fly all, all around the world to train him, but, uh, but even, you know, even one-on-one here at my house is, uh, 750 bucks. So for 120 bucks, you get 90 days of everything, almost everything I know. Uh, that's, that's a hell of a deal. I don't know why people wouldn't do it, but.
1: Um, real, real quickly, just what, um, because I think it'd be, people may have this question. Um, what kind of equipment would someone need in order to do P90X? Their- uh, you need a mat. You need a space that's big enough to put a mat
2: down on the floor. Um, you need uh, some dumbbells or bands. You can use one or the other. I'm a fan of dumbbells. You know, most women probably only need, and I like, I, you know, they're the interchangeable ones that have little dials or whatever. Those are those are great. Uh, but just a set of dumbbells. You know, if women, most women need threes, fives, eights, tens, twelves, fifteens. Maybe 20s, maybe not, depending on, on the person. Um, that takes up, you know, just a, a few feet in the floor. Um, and for men, you know, I would say uh, you probably need 8s, eights, uh, eights, tens, 10s, 15s, 20s, 20, 25s, 30s, 35s maybe. is all you really need. And that really doesn't take up much more, more room than that. And a pull-up bar. You know, a pull-up bar is the equation. It's kind of tough for certain people, but you can go on, you know, beachbody.com and buy our pull-up bar. Uh, also, we sell my power stands, which is a, a patented product that i created uh because most push-up stands are just rickety and terrible and they dig into your hands and they don't they don't have a good balance point so i created something that's rock solid on the floor increases your range of motion doesn't hurt your hands and uh and uh you know just sort of enhance the experience a little bit so that's it you know power stands you don't need them i mean it'd be great i'd you know i make a royalty check on that if you you know if you want to get them people love them but really the pull-up bar the dumbbells and the floor and a mat that's what you need
1: yeah, and, and, and people can get an in incredible physical shape. I already know the answer to this, and so do you. I just want to say for the listeners that, that are not yet introduced to this, uh, they can, people can get in incredible physical shape without having to be uh, a member of a gym. Oh, my Lord. I mean, professional football
2: players, hockey players, Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, they're knocking down tennis courts to build you know, uh, workout areas for, for the, you know, the Air Force uh, men and women at Andrews Air Force Base there's there's no equipment you know i mean half of the workouts with p90x there's zero equipment you know we we i like to have as much variety as possible that's why i added the, the little bit of equipment that you need you know the dumbbells and the pull up bar and the mat you know you don't even need a mat you just need a towel a couple towels on the floor you know just to kind of protect your butt when you're doing certain your ab and core exercises but uh no you know the human body and in, in, in gravity that's really what you need <laughs> okay,
1: very cool. So famous last words. I mean, uh, someone, uh, first off, thank you, Tony. This was, this was great. Uh, I would encourage everyone uh that has listened to this to not only, you know, get it in gear and, and do it. Uh, share this with anyone in your life this this interview uh, because it will help them and this truly is something that can and will transform your life. I mean, it's one thing to say, "Yo, you're going to have a few benefits and stuff." Uh, it'll it'll be beyond that. If you actually do P90X for 90 days, uh I can assure you, you will be a different person. You will be a different person physically, mentally. And, and if someone does do this, Tony, and you've talked about a lot of it, I mean, what can they expect? I mean, if someone really does take this on, and let's say they just do it for 90 days, um, and, and we only make that commitment, although I know it will lead to a, a lifestyle and a lifelong of, of, of probably rituals and habits that they'll adopt, but really what what is the big win if somebody takes on and follows what you've talked about on this interview today?
2: Well, you know, I've touched upon it a little bit here in the interview, but what I will say is, because you know, there's so many things, but if you had to really kind of narrow it down to just one or two, that if you if you start moving physically five to six days a week and you eat right, you'll have the energy and enthusiasm to to live the life you've always wanted, and and, uh, and that's what happened to me. That's what's happened to, to hundreds of thousands of people, you know, who are using P90X or any program, really, for that matter, as long as they're they're doing it and they're consistent and they love what they're doing, and that's everything. Because a lot of people in this country are struggling, you know, financially and physically and emotionally. I mean, I can guarantee that your life will will improve in so many ways uh, other than just, you know, your looks, other than just physically. Regular exercise and and uh and healthy eating is the foundation to all things that can uh improve your life. Uh and that's the truth. Uh you know, I I, I wish I could be more profound on that, Joe, but uh <laughs> but uh, you know, uh when you hear stories about, you know, somebody who couldn't do a push-up and who, you know, and, and lost 110 pounds, lost 190 pounds, that is monumental. That is, that is, uh, life-altering. And, uh, all you have to do is make a plan and show up, uh, and it's astounding what can happen. I'm, I'm proof of that. I mean, I, you, you spoke a little bit early on, I think before we started the recording, you know, you were kind of shy and introverted. I was the same way. My first workout guys walked in the door. You know, when I started out, I was, I had a speech impediment. Uh, I was a C-minus student at best. Um, I used to say my my middle initial is S, and I used to say that standard for scared, because I was scared of everything. You know, I had a lot of issues in my life before I started exercising, and when I exercised an 8-right, they they all melted away. Yeah. uh, And that says something, so...
1: Well, same here. A lot, a lot of similarities, and you know, if people. Uh, some of my clients know my background. I had, a, I had a very bad drug problem at the end of my uh, high school year. I was uh, pretty much smoking uh, coke uh, for about a three-month period. I weighed 105 pounds in my worst state wow. when I was 18 years old. And uh, um, thank God I discovered exercising, taking care of myself, because I uh, I nearly died. And mm. uh, you know, lots of things can happen, and you can transform yourself. And uh, You are doing tremendous work, um, and I will will say to everyone out there, uh, get P90X. Uh, Yes, Tony will make a a royalty off of it if you buy it. Uh, However, it's well-deserved, and it's a great product. And I can assure you when it comes to uh, working out, if you ever hire trainers, join gyms, this will be the best money you will ever spend. On direction uh, and an exact specific plan on how to work out, and it will it will last for the rest of your life, and it will turn into many many good things. And so, uh, thank you, Tony. I learned a ton of stuff today. It was great doing this interview with you. I want everyone to go to uh, Beachbody.com and get a copy of P90X. If you already have it, there's uh, there's follow-ups. There's one-on-one with Tony. Uh, everything that I've ever uh, bought and used from uh, from Beach Bodies is a fantastic product, and I'm I'm glad we were able to do a Genius Network interview. And I look forward to everyone's comments and uh, anything else you want to say, Tony. I know your workout guys are waiting for you there to go to go hit it. So,
2: well, no, Joe. I just wanted to thank you. Uh, I really appreciate what you're doing and, and the fact that you're willing to go out and, and find folks that are uh, at the top of their game and, and be able to to share that with people across this country. Uh, you know, you're a, you're an important piece to. Uh, to the puzzle when it comes to, you know, people just improving their lives and, 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 and living large and, uh, and learning and, and uh, about what it takes to really be successful, and, uh, and I thank you and I thank your listeners for listening in, and uh, hopefully we've covered some areas here that can really uh, get people excited and, uh, you know, get a few lights to go on over people's heads to go, hey, wow, uh, this helped and, and that helped, and, uh, and these, these things are important uh, for me to focus on. And, and if we've done that today, then I'm thrilled. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm in this business. You know, it's nice to be successful, but when you see people who have actually, you know, taken what you've done and, and changed their lives, that's
1: the best feeling in the world. Yep. Totally. Uh, can you just say, bring it? I mean, as goofy as that sounds, just, just maybe like bring it in a, in some sort of seductive voice, perhaps I want you people, you lovers of Joe to bring it. And do your
2: best and forget the rest, because if you don't, life will be a bleak and horrible place. But if you do, you'll have the life you have always wanted. So, like I said, bring it. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You're very welcome, Joe. All the best, my friend.
0: Hello, this is Joe Polish. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this interview. I hope you found it very useful. Please give me your feedback on all of the interviews that you listen to. I'd love to hear your feedback so we can always deliver a great program for you. Our website is www.joepolish.com, and we also have a Joe Polish Recommends section, so you can take a lot of the ideas and concepts that you hear on my Genius Network interview series and apply them to your business and find vendors and resources. You can go to joepolish.com to find that information and click on the Joe Polish Recommends section. And also, if you would like to find out about more interviews, and invest in more useful Genius Network series interviews, go to www.geniusnetwork.com. Thanks, and eat your competition alive.